Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. However you happen to be watching and or listening to this, I want to welcome you to the latest episode of the Gaming Circle Podcast. Now, of course, as you see, our prima donna has not joined us yet, but he will be here soon. I am your host, K. Asante, Mr. TK Asante on Xbox, PlayStation, Twitter, all those places you want to find me. But of course, since our prima donna isn't here yet, I will first introduce our honored guest. If you are a fan of any part of gaming in this in this industry or or in this community or Xbox specifically, I'm sure this man is needs no introduction to you, but he deserves one on this show anyway. We appreciate him being here, the co-host of the Xbox Expansion Pass. Shout out to you, Captain Logan, the insipid ghost himself, Mr. Luke Law joins us this morning. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, I am honored to be here. Thankful uh, to you to have for having me on. Uh, I'm just grateful to be here, man. Thanks for having me. This is great. Oh, this is awesome. I, I'm I'm appreciative of you being here because, uh, as folks know, and I've I've said it before, and I think you know that as well. Uh, your show is at heavy rotation on my, on my uh, podcast feeds. Uh, I'm a podcast listener. I, I I get high on my own supply, as they say. <laughs> so I'm always listening to podcasts. I'm always listening to new new voices and old voices and people that, that inspire and help me get into it. And yours is definitely one of those as well. So, you know, you'll catch me on my morning runs, you know, lis- listening to what happened last week. And, and yours is definitely part of yours and, and bad bit. Yeah. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Oh jeez, yours and you know, bad. you know, you know his yeah, mother yeah. is sweet as pie. I'll tell you. That, oh though. boy, man, man. All right, we we gonna get into <laughs> it like that. <laughs> so yes, thank you all for coming to check us out. I already see our our our, our folks are, are growing in the chat. We see folks are already in there. I will save some of the some of the some of the the the, the, the tweets, some of the tweets and some of the, the the insipid stuff. We'll save some of that for when when Mr. Everborn Saga joins us. But I see you guys in here. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. Uh, go ahead and tell folks that we're we're live. You know, uh, uh, go ahead and, and and post it out on on socials. Let let folks know that that we in here. Here's how Saturday starts. So come and check us out and come and join us. Uh, also, please consider hitting the like button. I've been told I don't say that enough. So consider hitting the like button if you haven't done so. If you are new to the channel, please subscribe. But you know what? Let's get a little bit for for maybe the few in here who may not be aware of you know what you do how you how you've been around this gaming space and how it is that every time you hear about some exciting game or some exciting thing darn it you got luke low already interviewing the man right on time how do you do that sir how do you do that uh desperation uh skills man the, skills the, the i don't know how you do <laughs> oh man uh so i guess i'll talk a little bit about xcp in general um the xbox expansion pass uh mm-hmm. started about three years ago, and I've been doing that uh, since then. I, I wanted to interview developers, and I wanted to talk about gaming in a way that wasn't and I didn't want to put down PlayStation, because I love PlayStation. I didn't mm-hmm. want to put down PC gaming. I love PC gaming, Nintendo, all that. Um, so I just wanted to talk to developers and talk about games, and so that's what XCP is. Uh, in 2023, we branched out and did the interview separate, but in... I think 160 episodes of XCP, there have been 95 developer interviews ranging yeah. from small indies that you probably uh, only a niche group have heard of to, you know, Hi-Fi Rush, Sea of Thieves. Uh, those have been some, some of the highlights. I had Seamus Blackley on to talk about, you know, building the... The, the father, the you Xbox. had the father on. Oh mm-hmm. man, that and that guy is hard to get, trust. I know a lot of people have asked. <laughs> He's very hard yeah. to get. Yes, yeah, very yes. awesome. 
an eclectic mind he has but uh it's it's fun because you talk to these geniuses some of them pr trained some of them not and so you always get something interesting and different out of them and i mean i just love talking to to developers and so that was the goal of xcp and it, it's expanded a little bit we started a patreon this year which has been really nice to see a few people just able to throw a couple bucks a month to you know, I got a new camera, right? I'm getting a yeah. new computer. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Ainsley Bowden for helping me out with that. Like it awesome, just awesome. little stuff. Seeing people be supportive has been great, but you know, I, I just love talking to people that make games because that's what that's what the whole point of our shows are to talk about games and celebrate mm. games and creators of all types. So that's my jam, dude. Absolutely. That's awesome. That is awesome. And right on cue. Yeah. We're talking about people that make games, and we mm -hmm. we call him we call him the Al Bundy of the gaming streets, ladies and gentlemen. You know who I'm talking about. He is also a game creator. He's also a writer, right? And he and on this show he has a unique title known as the slanderous one, who chooses to jump into the show after it started, so I can make shift it, make it look terrible for the first five seconds. But we're still gonna rock with it anyway. Mister Everborn Saga, give me a moment to give you your proper dues. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Vamp with the people while I fix you. Go ahead. <laughs> How you doing, man? Oh, you are muted, sir. You're Unmute muted, yourself. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. Yes, Here we go. go. Ahead. Yes. So, firstly, um, Insipid Ghost, thank you, mm -hmm. sir, for, for, for joining us on our, uh, you know, our, our weekly program. Mm -hmm. uh, I would also like to add that there was no link in the in the dm okay so i had to go and find a previous link that is okay. the reason i'm so late okay. so today technically now usually it's my fault technically today it is your fault sir. technically since we use the same link over and over and over again but like we never change the link it's still kind of how would fault. i know that i don't know you've been here a while i'm just saying yeah but you know we always send a link every week anyway true th true this, true. Is, this is this is how the sausage is made folks uh-huh ladies and gentlemen this is how it's done with that yeah that's right that's right um but no 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 very exciting got a lot oh, yeah. of uh gaming stuff to talk about today been doing a lot of gaming recently mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i am and we'll talk about this later but I f I feel like I'm turning into uh, an old curmudgeon gamer, and I just don't like anything these days. Welcome, sir. Uh, we have we have we have, we'll we have tea it. in the morning. We we love we love our curmudgeon nature. Yes, welcome. I, I, I'm right there with you, man. We're gonna get into it absolutely. So, yes, welcome everybody. We are we are here. Uh, tell folks that we're, we're we're ready to start talking about the games that we've been playing. We're enjoying ourselves. But before we get there, let me shout out all the great people that are already in here. We already have 44 folks in here rocking with us. We appreciate you. Let's first start with some of the Super Chats. Uh, let's say, of course, as the man cannot be outdone every time we're in here, welcome, sir. We have Mr. Joanna Dart with a $5 Super Chat saying, first, hello to Kay Asante and to the week's awesome guest, Insipid Ghost. Finally, to ever gonna are we ever gonna get your knees, Saga? <laughs> so uh, to ever are we ever gonna get your knees, Saga? Sonic still sucks. I might have to <laughs> change my name for a week on Twitter for that. Like. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, and then of course the man himself, Gerald Mack, because you know it's a Saturday. You ain't you ain't doing ish. So he he's here. The Xbox World Order. <laughs> he he drops with a two dollar super chat. Thank you, thank you, sir. And then, of course, we have Matt Without Fear with a two-pound super chat. Thank you for being here. Who is who is Luke? Never heard of him. He seems cool. Oh, can <laughs> I, I, think can I tell facetious. you? <laughs> he is. Matt Without Fear is one of the amazing Patreon members for XCP coming Absolutely. over. Yes, I put yes. over in our Discord that I was showing here. So shout out to him. 
Hey, Edible. just one uh-huh. before, yeah, before we go, because mm-hmm. before I forget, no, no, uh, no. I just want to shout out Whole Glaw. He, he, I was he gonna do that. Yes, sir. Uh huh. Back. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just so glad to the see King him is back. all of that stuff. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was great to see him. Great to hear his mm-hmm. voice again. And I'm so glad. Uh, Hogue is on the men and the whole community missed you in, in case absolutely. you Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. No, 100%. Uh, and before we get fully started, the man with undoubtedly one of the best names in, in on these gaming streets, the Black Harry Potter joins us. Thank you, sir. With a $5 super chat saying, hey, I finally get to catch the show on Saturday. Let's not forget Hogwarts Legacy is the game of the year. Thank Stop you, sir. <laughs> you know what? I'm putting him on a timeout for five No, minutes. no, no, no. You know what? He was on that train for months before this game came out. He was doing it to Boom. Shout out to Mr. Boomstick. And then ultimately, Boom had to bend the knee because, yeah, that game came out and blew everyone away. <laughs> so salute you to know you, what, the Black you, Harry You Potter. know what's funny? With all these other games I'm trying, mm-hmm. I keep, like, like uh, recycling back to Hogwarts. Uh-huh, because it's that good. You, <laughs> you just don't want to admit it. Like, I tried, like, four other games uh-huh. just to not play it, and I keep coming back to so it. Luke, so, Luke, j- just so it. you're aware, he, mm-hmm. uh, he is, first off, the Sonic Apologist. As I am the VR yes, apologist, we're we gonna do that. True. I, oh, I know. I, I watch. I know. Uh-huh. I'm yes. with him, but I'm and, with him. Though. I'm on his side. Oh, so, so, so you also, man. so you also think that 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 in the year of 2022, that there was there was a world where Sonic could have beaten God of War Ragnarok in sales. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Really? Yes. Really? You know what? Platform you have Sonic's a super popular. Exactly. Game. Frontiers was good. And then, and then what happened? And then it absolutely did not come to pass. Okay, he refuses but he, to admit it. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. Um, firstly, I'd like to say that Insipid Ghost has secured future slots. Oh, he, is, he, he insecures future uh, that, slots just by just, being here. We appreciate it. Just it. Now. Um, also, Sonic is a more popular character and a more widely known character than Kratos. That is a of fact. Of course. Yes. All, all true so statements. We're on the same page. So it was totally possible. It wasn't like out but of the realm of possibility. it didn't happen, though. <laughs> that's the, that's besides the point. <laughs> that was the bet, but it's besides the point. point. Okay, understood. <laughs> we only got here because people told uh-huh. me it was a crazy idea. It could have happened. I mean, there is a universe that is a realm of possibility, but... I, I I don't Look, know, there's man. There's an alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. We could have jumped over. We could have multiversed it uh, yep. over there. Mm-hmm. I could have seen a world where it would have happened uh, for sure. It did not happen. But I will tell you, anyone that's sleeping on Sonic Frontiers, uh, the game's good. It's really very good. good. It was one of my favorites. I love it. Very good. I, I played almost all of, all of it on of Steam Deck. It's it's a great game. My kids are huge Sonic people. So, like... Mm-hmm. We are we are all in agreement. I just think this man goes a little too hard in the paint for Mr. Sonic, and as such, <laughs> when, when he is wrong, he needs to be recognized. And and I, I think my audience agrees too because until he admits it, every other super chat tends to be him him getting slandered about it. So mm. so so uh-huh. see, here's the thing, right? In in service of uh, monetary valuation of the show, oh boy. theoretically, the oh longer boy. Yeah. I don't give so, up these needs, so he the says it is he to wants to be channel. the bad guy. So you can look. No, okay, I won't go there. <laughs> oh, good. So I'm just trying to help the channel. That's all. Uh huh. Sure, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Uh huh. Let us move quickly along because I, I want to be mindful of of, of Luke's time. Uh, absolutely, because obviously we we only have you for 90 minutes, or so because you're going to record your show mm-hmm. as well. So we have a lot to talk about. 
but let's let's jump into it. Oh, yes, before, yes, but, sorry, and I yeah, super yeah, apologize ahead. for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, 13-year-old is going to a high school prep mm-hmm. course. It's on Saturdays for the next okay. couple of weeks. I have to pick her up at 1. Oh, we, we'll so be done before then. We'll I, I, be have done a, before I have a hard cutoff at 12.30. There you go. No worries. That means we, we, we have a, a, an incentive to keep the show nice and concise and sweet. So we will start, obviously, as we do with the games that we have been playing. Uh, Luke, you are our guest. I will start with you, sir. What games have been keeping you busy this week? What do you want, what do you want to discuss? All right. So, so it's been a rough week as far as time goes. Sure, sure. Yeah. So I've not played a whole lot new. I got Wolong downloaded. I'm mm-hmm. ready to jump in. I actually just created my character, mm. um, oddly enough, while listening to Blessings uh, piece. So that was oh, quite awesome, appropriate awesome. to like scroll yeah, through yeah, and look, yeah. at, look at stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but ready to play Wolong. Interestingly, uh, my Discord night, we started jumping back into Outriders of all things. Nice. Uh, kind of on a whim i guess it was because of the destiny news but destiny's a lot to get into and we're like oh i remember outriders we jumped in and i've been having a good old time just messing around with some of the stuff in outriders um and then we we mainline things like cod fortnite we're stoked for halo season three so it has not been like a a focus time uh, of like one game in the last like week or two uh, before that, I was on Harry Potter, pretty pretty big, mm-hmm. um, impressed with Hogwarts for sure. But I can't give you like a good what I've been playing. This is the one thing in the hard sure, in the paint sure. that I'm going for. Sure, sure. Hey, you could even so say sound like, a, thieves, like a grazer. Like, he sounds uh, like me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I do. I play any and everything. Like mm-hmm. I, I love except for JRPGs. I would say that like I love most genres of, mm-hmm. of gaming um game pass is like perfect for me because i will jump in i'll jump in and try anything my motto like xcp's motto in 2023 is hashtag find the fun mm. go and enjoy a game whether it's a six a seven uh doesn't have to be a nine and ten for you to love it so finding the fun in lots of different types of games is my jam like that's what i like to do um i'm trying out a game called swordship right okay. now okay. uh that's a small little indie uh, there was a, like a four or five dollar game called Rise of the Fox Hero that I was just checking out there because it's yeah. like this ki- guy who made a he's solo dev made it for like his kids to play. Awesome, um, awesome. neat See, little that, stuff that's there. The, that's the stuff we like. I love that stuff. The stuff one one team, one dev, two three people. Yeah. It's amazing. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's great. That's great. All right, yeah. all right. So so you've been kind of grazing as yeah. I do, as I do, Mister Everborn Saga. How about you, sir? Mm-hmm. What has been keeping you busy this week? Oh, so many things. Um, <clears throat> I've been getting into Hogwarts, and I, I, it's mm. not as bad as I originally thought. That's where I am now. Mm. <laughs> um, but and and I've and been, while you have your conversation about Hogwarts, I will put up right here another five dollar super chat from the man with the best name in our podcast <laughs> chat, the Black Harry Potter, saying. Does ever the Everborn revert back to Hogwarts Legacy because other games are trash, or is it simply because Hogwarts Legacy is the game of the year? Continue. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to jump off that bridge yet, sir. Uh, but the other games that I have tried, um, there's always just been this one thing that just says this is not for me. So mm-hmm. um, this week, in in an effort to try to play something that was not Hogwarts Legacy, mm-hmm. and the reason for this, we've discussed this. I just don't want to commit like 150 hours to a game at this stage right now. 
yeah. right? Because again, yeah, I last feel like year, you're about to say, in this stage of my life, I'm too old for this stuff. I can't be playing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm the Danny Glover of the gaming. <laughs> yeah, community. absolutely. I'm too old for this. Stuff. Anyway, um, so uh-huh. um, you know, last year it took me four months to beat Elden Ring. Elden Ring was one of my favorite games of all time, mm-hmm. like in the history, from just sense of awe, wonder, fear, that range of emotions that's all not around, not manipulated by story, mm-hmm. but just the the ex- sense of exploration and gameplay. All that great. Even the community of finding the secrets and finding ways to break the game. Fantastic. Love it. This is a more sort of guided experience. Um, and uh, I'm always a melee guy. I never choose wizard class when I, when I do an RPG. So for me... Um, you know, I was just against Hogwarts. One, because I just don't like the franchise. Um, but I was never on the boycott train, which is a whole other thing that we won't get into. So I did buy the game. Uh, oh, and I just, I'm loving um, I'm loving the audience I, right I, now, I, I see Pixel in the chat. I see you. Um, Pixel bit so, you with $2 <clears throat> super chat. Take the L ever born. Hogwarts is tight. Thank you, sir. Thank you. What's up? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll allow it. That's where we are. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so far, my game of the year is Hi-Fi Rush, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but Good so I said, let me try some other games. So I had bought um, uh, Gotham Knights mm-hmm. uh, when it was on sale. I waited for a sale. I tried it for about an hour-ish. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Can't and then really. you realized and I, I was right. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, guys! I love that game. Oh no, no, no! So, it's not. It's not love. It's not love or hate necessarily. I say it's a last gen game that they cut the last gen out of at the last minute. He was like, "Well, it's yeah. your next gen game because it's only on next gen." No, sir, it's a yeah, last. It's gen. a last yeah. gen. It's it's yeah. definitely last gen in the way yeah. that it plays, in the way the characters move, and the way you interact. Story's with the great. I'm just. I I'm I just... enjoyed a bunch of it, but it's a last gen game. Just so you know. Boy, the NPC dialogue though, not good at all. Those. <laughs> Whoa, boy. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah. but I so I tried it. <clears throat> the 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 perform and I'm not a stickler for performance, right? Mm-hmm. I'll always tell you your favorite games run at 30 frames a second. Don't sure, cry sure. about it. But yeah, this yeah. feels kind of egregious when I'm playing with it. Like I don't even think it's hitting 30 FPS on the Series X. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, it just doesn't doesn't feel good um, to me. Maybe I should be playing it on PC. I don't know. Um, so you can Gotham Knights bit, didn't yeah. Gotham Knights didn't hit me the way I wanted it to. I, uh-huh. I've, I've been playing with Nightwing, by the way, so maybe I should try uh, Batgirl with somebody else. Maybe it'll be a different feel. Um, so uh, that didn't work out for me. Um, then <clears throat> I tried a game that Mr. K. Asante uh, recommended to me, mm-hmm. and that was uh, Scars Above. And I'm all for the small experience. He said, listen, it's 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 pretty linear. It gives you returnal vibes, but not as punishing. The demo was great. A lot of checkpoints. You know, the demo was great last last summer. Yeah. So I play the game and boy oh boy. I don't like it. <laughs> I, it's just it's not for me. Oh no. And it's primarily because that stupid fire gun. Right? <laughs> you 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 have to hold it like the pilot. And mm-hmm. then let it go, but then the things that you're trying to shoot are moving 
and then if you hold it too long it'll fire anyway so you can't just press the anyway that's just sounds that's like only it's a, a problem between it. between the controller and the chair sir that's that's only a part of it uh-huh. i feel like i because I, I it i was sold on it because i thought it was going to have like sort of a kind of cinematic story i don't mm-hmm. this doesn't need to be like uh callisto level graphics i don't sure. need that sure but the story is not really compelling it is just generic we need a reason for you to be here and shoot stuff and to me between the voice acting the non-mystery mystery and the stupid fire gun oh boy uh i I, I got so frustrated with the game i just Mm -hmm. i I can't do it and i beat that boss so it's not because i didn't beat that first alpha boss i'm Mm -hmm. i'm uh fighting robinson now your your old captain that's where i am and they force you to use the fire gun on that and it's just the most annoying thing and i'm playing these games to have fun and it i just haven't been having fun with it so then i try uh wolong and i was gonna i was ready when i first Mm -hmm. turned it on i was ready to get in and complain about the character creator and say Mm -hmm. that's not really a black guy that's a that's a uh, sure. not black guy with yeah black with skin sure, sure. and i'm like that's not enough but they do have a few options in there and i made my character with some dreads and i'm yep. like this doesn't look you can do it doesn't look terrible you can do it um yes. they give so, you real good character oh, creators yeah right and i also forgot um i don't know how listen correlation causation whatever it is okay i have not turned on atomic heart since Okay. Uh, it wasn't specifically because of the controversy, but I, maybe sure. subconsciously it was. Okay. But I just haven't turned it on. But you knew my issues with with that before. Yeah. No. I understand. Uh, before I understand. we got to yeah, that. Absolutely. Anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um. So everyone, uh, can I jump yeah. in on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I had the same problem because I was all about like the gameplay looks fun for me mm-hmm. for Atomic Heart, but I'm wondering if subconsciously I wasn't out because of all the stuff surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's strange because. I'm not a Bioshock dude, but like that gunplay looked fun. It gave mm-hmm. me some, some like Wolfenstein vibes here and there. But yeah. I guess with everything extra, I was just like, I don't need it. Right, but this it. is but this is the thing. Like I was, you know, I I was on board with the game. I was looking forward to the game. The mm-hmm. drama leading up to the game, I wasn't really into it. And I kind of checked out of the game before I even knew about the new drama with the TV show thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know if I can. 100% blame it on that but I wonder if that's why I didn't like have the urge to go to be honest with you it. as like much as I've enjoyed it as well there's so many other games out there that it's it's the joined thing. the grazing backlog not that it won't get mm-hmm. played because I'll tell you what I've been playing when we get there but it's not primary gameplay a primary game for me anymore so mm-hmm. you know I so, think we're all, all all in agreement here I think Right. So, um, but again, uh, I really think for me, Atomic Heart was just suffering from um, they were not judicious enough with their with their editing, meaning there was too many features, too much things going on, and they never really honed in on making this the making at least parts of it great. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything stood out. At, and that that's sort of my problem. You don't have to be the biggest and best but you mm-hmm. have to master you know one or two things yep. right and so that and that has nothing to do with your budget it has nothing to do with your production value but something has to be masterful in there to 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 keep me going and i feel like there was a lot of stuff it's the same actual complaint that i have for uh scars above a lot of what it's doing is fine but none of it is great mm-hmm. right um so um 
you know, and I can point to a lot of um, smaller budget or even indie games that they don't have the greatest production value, but what they're doing or what they're trying to do is their masteries are what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So um, again, I don't need AAA games. Yeah, yeah. I just need like Vampire Survivor. I didn't play that, but from what I understand about that, everybody like what it tried to do. One it of mastered, the greatest right? games if, ever made. Like right. it's crazy. If I talk to you about um, my favorite game of 2021, which was mm -hmm. um, um, what's the thing with the bird? It's my favorite game, and I can't oh, remember the Death name. Door? Of it. Death's Door, yes. Mm -hmm. What they attempted to do, yeah. they mastered it, right? So Absolutely. it's not, yeah. again, I don't want people to take what I, because I hate when people just give a complaint of something is mid, mm -hmm. but not really a reason. Yeah. And I'm just saying you need to master mm -hmm. something in your game. So anyway, on to Wo Wolong. Yes, what are your Wo thoughts Long on Wolong? Yeah. seems like they've mastered the combat, but it is, I've only, I've, I'm not even an hour into this, right? Mm -hmm. I'm on that first thing that i thought was a boss because he one shots you yeah um you, could, you can avoid it apparently he's not a boss yeah he's <laughs> right? not a boss that, at all that yeah dog that weird dog thing. thing yes yes yeah. yes um and, he... and by the way you're seeing the footage on the screen if, if we play this long enough you'll see me get one shotted by that dog a few times as well <laughs> right but the thing about it like i have to give it some time because mm -hmm. you know elden ring will one shot you in the beginning and that's the whole point yep. so i don't want to like say oh it's too hard or whatever and then cry like a little baby whatever <laughs> <laughs> um but it's too hard and i was crying last night like a baby mm -hmm. so the thing is um i don't know if i'm gonna stick with uh wolong i'm gonna get because mm -hmm. it doesn't have like like uh there's so much in elden ring that you forgive it for being unforgiving sure i don't and know this if this doesn't have all those things. okay okay right yeah right it's like you gotta be a pretty girl if you're gonna have an attitude right oh no. boy <laughs> you this man this man you, can't, you gotta have something to keep me here you can't just oh be boy mean and then, and then Start, start started with so, the sexism early oh lord what are we doing <laughs> hey, we're, getting hey, messy listen, today boys listen, <laughs> it, it, i'm sure women will feel the same way about sure anyway, sure anyway the point is uh -huh. um you know so all of this i say all of this all of these games i'm trying uh -huh. i'm like you know a, a lot of staring for at the clouds to, for me to get to commit time in this very difficult time like i have a family i have mm -hmm. businesses mm -hmm. i have a, a, a nine to five on top of the businesses i have my own thing that i'm trying to run in world i'm trying to create you have to catch me mm -hmm. in the beginning of your game right yeah. you get one chance to make a first impression. so you have to hogwarts I, you is what you're saying and I feel hour. like Hogwarts has done that. Hogwarts yes, has kept me there mm -hmm. and it, trying all of these games, which I'm sure are fine. Yeah. It's just like- They're Hogwarts not leading the with their best that, foot is what you're saying. Exactly. And I think mm. you need to do that. So that, that, that's my, that's my okay. one. And, and, and honestly, Everborn, I kind of don't disagree with any parts of your take on Wolong. Like, what about the Sonic part of the take? You disagree with that? Uh, we'll move no, quickly okay. along. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. I'm See, sorry. Go ahead. I, I hate that you keep making me be the hater of Sonic because I bet you there's more Sonic playing in my house than in yours. I bet. But okay. <laughs> but no, I disagree. I don't disagree with your take on Wolong. I started the game as you see. You see the the, the stuff on the screen right now. Uh, you know, this is Team Ninja. And, and I'm a big uh, Ninja Gaiden fan from, from OG Xbox days, right? So they're making a game, I'm trying it, right? 
I really, really enjoy most of their aesthetic and the way it looks and the way it plays and the smooth motion and all of that. But I gotta tell you, this is parry the game. That's what this is, parry the game. If you can parry, you but, are god But the team. parry is weird because yes. you have to double tap and move with a direction. Exactly. Like, I don't know what's happening. What? This is the issue. They, it's like they're trying to get you to really, really hone in on that parry mechanic. And I just can't connect with that parry mechanic well. So I tried it on the, like the, the Elite controller. Scars above. <laughs> I tried it on the Elite controller, right? Double tap, it just doesn't do it. I, I repositioned the controller. I have another third-party controller. No matter how I did it, I just can't seem to connect with that parry. And because of that, like, it's just brutal, right? The, 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 the beginning of the game where you have just, you know, the fodder, if you will, even they can get a, get a good hit on you if you're not careful, as this is the, that type of a game, right? Also, for a while, I was a little lost in, in, the, in the menu, in the uh, world, because they don't have a map and everything looks like it's just circular and you just keep circularly like coming back to where you start. Eventually I found my way through it, but I will not dash it. But I'll tell you from, from jump, I feel like you do as far as, far as you know, it's just not connecting with me and I might, I might, it might just join the Grazer backlog. Now, on the flip side, a game that was on the Grazer backlog that now has been finished was Returnal. I Look beat Returnal, <laughs> and I did it in one day. Well, okay, so so my 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 the people that I work with do not do not do not watch or know that I have this podcast. So I will say I had a lot of meetings. Be careful, we're getting bigger. Oh boy, we're getting bigger. I, know. I had a I lot of know. meetings, and in between my meetings and on 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 the, on the, uh, uh, what do you call it lunch breaks, I was just turning on Returnal, and it was just working like. I, I played it on PlayStation 5, right? Got it. Day one on PS5. It had some issues. In the, and I'm a, I'm a person who loves roguelikes. I love the, hey, you, you messed up. Go back. Do it again. Rinse, repeat. Not everybody is down with that, right? I think Rogue Legacy is one of the best games ever made in that genre. Rogue Legacy 2 ups the ante. A lot of those kind of games are my bag. But as, as we've discussed before, a lot of those games, when you're playing them, it's quick spurts of hey you do it you're, you're good you move forward if you don't you die you start again over and over and over and over again whereas returnal you can go two three hours in this world exploring and then you make the the, the fatal flaw and you have to start and all those two three hours that was my problem with returnal i gave yes. it up i put four yes. hours into it i got mm -hmm. to the first boss i yeah. cleared out every room the first boss gets within an inch of his life or mm -hmm. her life mm -hmm. and then kills me yeah and then it was like back at the beginning. And I'm yeah. like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what are we doing? What, and then yeah. they took away they took away the feature because it used to be that you could go back to the ship yeah. and sleep and replenish your life, but not. They took um, that away, yes. Right, they took that away. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you guys don't respect my time. So that was a game that I loved the, the, the 30 seconds of fun, right? Mm -hmm. I love the gameplay loop. Yeah. But the 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 loop of the roguelike aspect of it really made me hate it. Like I, I I've never loved and hated a game like so much like the same game, right? Mm -hmm. No, I get you. I get you. Like I I, 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 I love the gameplay, but I hate the mechanic. Now, of, of the what I will game. tell you is I don't know what did it for me, but it came out on PC and and on PS5. Like it was a 1080p game, and you could in motion is great. But when it stops, sometimes you see the grades, and, and I'm a pixel peeper. It is what it is. I always have been. So when they said, "Oh, it plays so much greater on play uh, on PC and whatever," and all the 
the, the, the zeitgeist. And I happen to catch it on, on a deal because don't let anybody get it twisted. Those PCMR people, they're trying to hide from you. They're trying to lie to you and not tell you the truth. PC gamers are cheap. We get great discounts that most console gamers do not. So this game was on sale. I found it for like, I think 30 bucks. No PC gamers trying to hide that. That's oh, one of the things they all tell you. They all, all PCMR this, PCMR that. It's Just because PCs are cheap. That's why you pay more for the console, so, the hardware, and then you cheap out on the games themselves. Then you amortize it over the fact <laughs> that you right. get uh, you get discounts. Exactly. So some of you people out here not even paying for games. Oh no no that, that, we don't we don't do that. That's, that's, that's not that's not a, no, that's no, not. <laughs> but yes, so I don't know if it was if it was the ability to use this guy. Actually, I even I even tried I used the the, the PS5 controller on the, on there on on the PC as well. So I don't know what it was, but it connected with me this time around. And I basically spent the whole like a, a whole potential gaming session just getting through it. Now I've gotten through the first the first ending. They say about two three hours more, and you'll get to the second ending or the last ending. I'm a grazer. I put way too much time in one game that I, that I should have, so I kind of put it down. I may pick it up again, but I will say it's pretty cool. And I will ask before we move on because I want I want to get into some of the, the news stories. Those who happen to have played it on PS5 and are also playing it on PC, please let me know either in the comment section or let, let you know you know where to find me. There are differences. I, I can't put my finger on it, but there are differences from how that game played, like not even the mechanics, but the way the game itself plays, how you start the game, what you see in the game, how it's doled out to you from jump. The tutorial is different. The, the initial phase is different from the PS5 version to the PC version. And I feel like it, it onboards you easier on the PC version. It seems like a more cohesive story rather than just jump. But do you know if the PS5 version has been updated to do that? Possibly. Possibly, because after would, that initial time maybe. frame, I'm sure they're probably both the same at this point, but after that initial... I should go back to it. I you should, I think. I think you should, because it's interesting. It gets hard, 100%. But by the time it gets that way, you're in the zone of the jump, move, dodge, move, shoot, dump, you know. And before long, you're just in that zone. And it's so great. I love Housemark. I think they are one of the... the the last developers that are really doing bullet hell. Oh, there you go. Watch me get get. One yeah, shot this is the guy where that keeps yes. one shot. Six, Sixteen, sixteen level to level one. It ain't, it ain't gonna be a good look. Needless to say, you know that's what that sixteen means. So you can yes. run away from him. Yes, you can. If you don't, if he doesn't see you, you can just keep it moving. You know, and actually, oh. to my understanding, if you, if you get that parry system down really well, you can like get rid of this guy even at level one. But you know, it is what it is. Dodged well though. Ah, uh, we try our best. It didn't, it didn't go well. It didn't go well. Multiple times okay, it doesn't I, go well. I didn't understand that. I'm going to go yeah. back to it and sneak past him. Do, yeah, you can this sneak past I did, him. This is what you have to do in Elden Ring, right? Yes. yes. You see it's the exactly tree the Elden night. Ring thoughts. You yes. got to go level up and Just then keep come walking. back to him and see yep. him again. Okay. Yep. All right. So, okay. I, I, I can uh, pick that up. Before I finish this, let me, let me, let me, let me once again, shout out to the amazing, amazing panels and amazing chat. Amazing chat. Thank you guys so much for being here. We have Outbreak Gamers, Web Dave saying... Great show. Can't wait to have Kea Sante as a guest. Yes, sir. I will be. I have been called to the chair, ladies and gentlemen. I will be on the gaming council this Sunday. It's it's a quick hour right before I sit down to my to my uh, uh, Last of Us, <laughs> where we will talk games. Myself, Web, Dave, Red Tree. They have a great show. I end up like filling their 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 chat with all my screeds every time they have a show. So they ask me to be on. So I will be on there this Sunday. So come check us out. You'll see more on my feeds and all my Twitters with all that stuff. But yes, thank you, Web Dave. Appreciate you, sir. And we also have Dave Ramos in here. Thank you, sir. Hey. How, 
Thank you for, for sharing your Saturday with us with a $2 super chat saying, sharing that Saturday morning support with a hot beverage. Thank you, sir. My tea is, is still warm. I appreciate you for being here. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all for, for continuing to like have lively conversations. Our, our chat is just building bigger and bigger. Uh, we have we have 80 folks in here and we have 44 four likes. How about y'all, you know, do a little bit one of these things. Please hit that like button if you haven't done We should so. start doing the uh, the Destin speech. It got him to 100K, so shout out to Destin LeGarry. You know, shout out to Destin LeGarry. You got to yes. stop in the middle of the show, let him know that we, we got a goal we want to hit. That's right, that's right. Uh, we want to hit 2,000, so if you're oh, not wow. subscribed, we're, we're you know, it. That's please, right. please take do. a moment, subscribe yes. and like and, all, and do all those things. It, yes, help, yes. it helps out the channel. And we want to see if we can just grow this thing and, and, and get up there with the big guys. Absolutely. I, I appreciate it. And everyone who always pulls up, Paulie Baba's in here. We see Mr. John Wolf. Salute to you, sir. Dorian Gray, you know, Chael Walker. Oh, so many great, great people that we always have great conversations with. Cammy 28 thank you so much for being here. Live Supremacy. Awesome, awesome folks. Awesome community members that are always joined and always show some support so we, we appreciate you guys you know what I, mm -hmm. I do i wanted you to put a poll by the uh -huh. way because this is something that came up this is completely random i just thought about it now please yeah go ahead Cammy. go ahead yep yep um street fighter 6 showed off <clears throat> showed off cammy mm -hmm. and everybody kind of went crazy everybody's excited cammy's back in street fighter indeed but but um i'm here to say that chun lee's still better Ooh. oh so Chun Li or Cammy? That's what I want to know in the in the in the Chun Li versus Cammy. Okay, okay. Chun Li versus all the Kami. Street Fighter heads out there. Yeah, no. I'm gonna just jump in real quick because I'm yeah, on the yeah. panel and I get I get to please uh, do it. Chun Li's better. Talk Kami, about it. Chun Li's better. This man has taste. Chun Li's better. I, I say I that. I, mean, I was a diehard street fighter 4 guy i had a fight stick and everything uh -huh. and then when they went exclusive ps5 i, I just got away from it a little bit mm -hmm. i'm so excited for street fighter 6 to come back but yeah chun li is absolutely better easier to use more diverse uh you can do a lot more uh blocking people in i think i'm, I'm there for it i'm there for it all right so let me let me put the poll in the chat here let let folks let folks uh, you see you see the here. slander in your chat right now right oh, of you course. let you let this bad bit fella in <laughs> i gotta tell you you can do better you can do better all right i'm off of these shout out to bad bit. people no don't shout him out <laughs> the trophy don't room. Shout him out. he's ugly he smells bad oh uh, boy honestly, oh gotta... boy <laughs> mm -mm. Mm -mm. let's see uh let's see you made a vamp about how bad bad bit is. I can do that, no problem. Oh no. <laughs> so okay, real quick, let me. Let, let, there's a poll in the chat. Please, please check us out. Uh, make make your voice heard. Either you're on Team Chun Li, you're on Team Cami, or Melina says hello. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm Completely just separate game. Nothing before. to do with I'm this. I'm just saying. <laughs> Melina says hello. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways, but okay, so. Uh, yes, all these games that we've been playing. Oh, and before before I even before I even uh, we move on, last bit, uh, I happened to catch uh, that Ubisoft was having a sale, was doing a bunch of sales on Steam, and of course you know me, I'm the deck deck gang. I'm here for the Steam Deck. So for eight dollars, I got all of the Prince of Persia franchise, all of it, Warrior Within, the initial one, like a whole bunch of it, and and. I, as much as I love, like capital L, love Assassin's Creed, there's a, there's a little bit of salt in my heart 
for what Assassin's, Assassin's Creed did to Prince of Persia. Same thing that Apex people feel about <laughs> feel about Titanfall. You know, because of Apex's popularity, you'll probably never see another Titanfall. Because of Assassin's Creed's popularity, you'll probably never see another Prince of Persia. And I love no, Prince of Persia. No, they're working on a Prince of Persia, right? They're doing a remake. They're remaking the first one. Hopefully, yeah, people people good. like it. But I think I think the prince deserves far more respect than they've gotten than he's gotten. So for eight dollars, I got the entire franchise. I've been playing it on the deck. I am loving it. I think it's absolutely amazing. And the deck is great for stuff like that. Old school games. By the that you way, forgot you loved. You know, yes, sir. So so uh, Chair Walker pointed mm-hmm. out that number is actually not level, but it's morale. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and so. You know, if you like end with special moves and do things like that, you boost yeah, your, your morale, morale goes up so, versus your morale goes down. If, right. if they, so if they you, murk you, you can, over and over again, yes. Right, right. So, but um, if you, if they get the first hit, it takes your morale down. If you mm-hmm. get it, it brings yours up. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing, you, you build it up. So you can you can do some things, and that that's basically a leveler for each fight, even if you're earlier in the game, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm, I yeah. think that parry thing is what helps your morale. Yes, <clears throat> and that's why you were saying you can you can actually beat him at level. You can one beat him even at level. That's right. It's, yeah, it's yeah. his morale. It's, it's all about morale your skills. level, not the not yeah. the level yeah. level. Absolutely, absolutely. But okay, okay. I want to move on to some of the stories that we've been that, that we want to talk about here. Uh, first and foremost, like we usually, you know, on this show, uh, let, let us. Yeah. Well. Okay. Be- before I even get there, let me let me switch. Let me switch to some to some to to, 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 to some of the some of the news stories around the week. But I will preface this by saying that I, I'm going to put this on the screen, and while we talk about it, I'll just let it play in the background. We are a gaming community that hears from many different voices, very, many different avenues, right? And from time to time, I want to shout out folks who, within gaming, are doing it right, right? And if you if you watch this show even a, a little bit, you've known that this is a conversation that myself. Mr. Everborn Saga, and, and shout out to, to, to the man, also great community member, Slow Mo Backslap, we've been having. Uh, hair and games, right? And I don't want it to be very specific, linearly focused on this specific topic, but just as a broader concept of, you know, things you would like to see change in gaming, whether you want to see your people represented or you want to see different locations represented or, or things like that, right? And, you know, when these issues come up, you see a lot of a lot of vitriol online or whatever you... you uh, what have you, all the, the, the drama that comes about it. And this has been my perch because we've noticed it for a while, uh, how games represent black folk and black hair and all this. And shout out to Blessing Adeyoye Jr. from the Kind of Funny crew, because man, if you haven't seen this video, you need to do yourself a favor and go watch this video. It is so concise, so well put together. Um, he pulls from what I can, what I think uh, I think he pulls from, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen, um, what, what's the name of that gentleman? Uh, comedian, really good comedian, had his own show on Netflix for a, for a while um, called, uh, what, is, what is it? A Patriot Act is what it was called. Hassan Minaj. Uh, Hassan Minaj, exactly. Thank you, sir. And, you know, it's that format, standing, standing at a desk, and if, you, if you're looking on, on the screen, you're seeing what I'm talking about. He's standing on a stage, has vi- a, a, a visual uh, aid behind him, making his point. And man, he, he breaks it down, he puts it together, he really, really, really gets to the heart of the matter, and I think more people should be watching this and using this as a template for discourse moving forward. It doesn't matter what we're talking about, right? This is this happens to be this one, but I just wanted to I, I take a moment to, to slow clap, you know, give, give the man his flowers, and 
ask you folks, you know, have you have you seen it? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, we, we can keep talking, we can bat, bat about back and forth the, the topic at hand, which is, you know, black hair and how it's represented in games. And he does a very good job of it here. But I just think that the framing and the argument that he makes was genuinely very well done, very uh, well spoken, not talking down to anyone or any developer or anything like that. But he really, really got his point across. So I have to say, even if you may not be a fan of necessarily what kind of fun he does or you are, that's not that's not what we're here for. You know, when someone does good work, I want to point it out. And I think he did excellent work here. Luke, I don't know if you saw it. If you did, what were your thoughts? So I watched it this morning, uh, oddly enough, while I was creating my character for Wolong. Yes, sir. Uh, which which led me to explore a bit more. Um, obviously, I mean, let, let's, let's paint a clear picture here. I've been able to see myself in a lot of the character creators for my entire life. Mm. Um, and that's been a privilege that I've gotten to enjoy uh, without having put a thought much to it. And so I've been educated a lot in the last probably four years about what gaming has been missing. I watched this video and I was smiling ear to ear for the, for uh, start to finish. I thought Blessing did a fantastic job at both using his platform to, to educate and teach about a problem that some may not be aware of, but also to spotlight those that are doing well mm -hmm. in spotlighting horizons incredible progress at bringing black hair uh, in their yeah. character creator they also pointed out a problem and things that could continue to be improved mm -hmm. um one of the things i really liked was uh in the video he talks about how this is not something where a dev team can scroll instagram see black hairstyles and yep. then try to apply them to the game you had to be part of the culture you needed to be uh on the forefront of that culture being in in the different uh, beauty shops beauty salons barbershops to see uh what is progressing and changing about um, black hair and black culture yeah. and what i liked most about it and i talked to you about this prior to us recording was i mean i'm a teacher by trade and i have a lot of kids of color in my classroom and in my classroom we have books on women in games uh black game creators and and ways for gaming to be more accessible for for people that don't usually aren't typically i guess in my lifetime haven't been typically spotlighted this calling attention the way blessing did opens up avenues for my students to get a chance to view gaming and be a part of gaming in a way and make it easier for them to be a part of gaming and game creation in a way and see themselves in games in ways that i don't think they got to so i recognize that i am a more privileged person within this realm to to get to see myself for so long but for him to spotlight the progress as well as where it needs to improve uh, brought a, a smile to my face uh joy in my heart and i hope to see more spotlights like this by blessing and others because i feel like he set a standard and this was the one of the most impressive videos i've seen kind of funny put out in a long time and so that that was my take on it. I hope that wasn't too yeah, much. No, no, absolutely, absolutely, and and not so, to be outdone, Everborn. Not to be outdone, we have the man Slow Mo Black Slap in here who puts out similar videos all the time. And you know what, Slow? I will make sure that when we when this thing posts up, I will put your hair video also in the show notes because he has done great work for a while now highlighting these specific issues. I think my, my point in pointing this out is the, 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 it seems that the new school, the young bloods, don't seem to be taking this thing as seriously as we tend to. And this is one of my first experiences of seeing somebody that I consider the new class doing doing something similar. So that's why I thought I'd highlight them, but let's, let's, not, let's not get it twisted. 
Slow-Mo is in here and he's talking about these these issues as well. And he and I have been talking about it for quite some time too. So shout out to you, good sir. Not to be outdone at all. Go ahead, Evan Bourne. What, what did you think about this? Um, so, you know, uh, shout out to Slow-Mo firstly. Um, Cause he a, a, a great video uh, highlighting mm -hmm. this and this video is great too. Yep. But I'll come back to my um, initial thoughts on this just because we've all been talking about this sort of for a while. For a while, yeah. And and what what we see with these things are they are solved by you know people being in the room, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can and yes, you can research, but you don't. A lot of the times, you don't know what you don't know, mm -hmm. right? And I think um, you know, it, yes, you know, we should applaud when it's gotten right, like gorilla and mm -hmm. and the other teams that have done it yeah but also you know I, i'm just a big proponent of this um you you can't expect anyone else to tell your story right you can't expect anyone else to to represent you the way you need to be represented so to yeah. me yeah. this is more of a problem of not enough people being in the room when these things are being made right and there's and and if they are in the room there's not enough people with the power to empower that those those people that know have a voice in those rooms right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um these these things don't they don't just uh come out that way right so people are going to uh they're going to create what they know they're going to draw what they know and if they don't have a lot of experience with different kinds of hair and different uh cultures and again this is not to say that um it's any excuse for them what i am mm -hmm. saying is for us we need to we need to get in those rooms and if we're not in those rooms then we need to be making those games we need to be um yeah, creating absolutely. you know in these studios and we need to support ourselves when we do it right yeah yep. because i don't think anyone is going to get our hair hair completely right right so mm. uh, accept us right so um for me this has always been a call to if you want yourself uh represented properly then don't then then get into that business break, and i know breaking the books break the books well, well Let's start we, we also yeah. we also need to be clear mm -hmm. that um a lot of the times you know certain people are overlooked to be yeah. in these rooms so sure. it's not like this is not to admonish us to say that um you know you didn't try hard enough or you should get in the room i'm saying um i don't have a lot of faith you uh, know and again game maker is available <laughs> uh ue right. is now I, easily I, available Make i don't have like okay so you can tell me about ghanaian culture yes. right things that i wouldn't know yeah. i can tell you about jamaican culture yes. things that you may not know yeah. uh ghost where are you from like your your background your family my rural virginia and then prior to that germany but go. so far yeah. back that i'm not yeah. like i don't identify with much of it except for the rural virginia aspect mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. but still there are things that you can tell me about rural virginia that i wouldn't know that's right right yeah. so the, yeah. so so if someone made a game that you know maybe maybe it's like a uh uh i don't know any any kind of game and it took place in rural virginia you mm -hmm. would know if it was authentic or not yes right yeah yeah so and i might not right just mm -hmm. because that's that's not where i'm from so yeah. i'm saying 
the the only way to 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 solve this issue is for uh us to either be in the room and if they don't want to let us in the room then we need to make our own rooms yeah yeah right? exactly exactly and and, yep. and and build and build those up until we're doing triple a games that that have the right thing and, and that, that and you that's, know what? that's really where i've always stood with all of this i will let slow-mo have the last word on this topic when he says that Miles Morales' handline was so good because there were people like us in Insomniac that were making it look right. I still put that game on, like the beginning of the game where he's just sitting in a subway with the beats in the background. And I just sit there and I just, I could sit there for hours and just look at that. It's just so good. It is so good. It's awesome. Miles was a simp though. When he opens his mouth, all of a sudden we we lose the thread. But just stop it, just stop it. Let's let's move forward. But okay, we have to be cognizant. We're running out of time with, with Luke. But I also want to point out another conversation that we've that 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 this week it seems like our own communities are, are engaged in and they're doing good work on, and that's a different conversation because it's more game focused specifically, and that is the whole conversation about Xbox versus PlayStation. We have had this conversation on here for a long time now. Oh, the Series S of holy gaming back and all this other madness that we've talked about, and. As I am on the kick of giving people their flowers, shout out to the man Colt Eastwood for releasing an excellent video explaining what we've been trying to say for months now on this program. He released a video basically, uh, and you can go watch it. I'll also put that in, in the show notes as well. He released a video basically saying, hey, the Series S can do all these laundry lists of things. And he goes into the speeds and feeds and he goes into all the technology. And I appreciate that. But then basically at the end of the day, it's... It's not being used, and that's why you see what you see. And until it gets used, you may or may never see the, the, the box get to its full fruition. So the idea that, all oh, this box just can't do this is frankly wrong and mistaken. It's just, you know, here we are. And, and Everborn, I will let you tackle this one first because you and I have had this conversation before where I, I, I've said this before, and, and, and when all this started blowing up, we, we started talking about it on Twitter again. You know, this is... The Windows 8 situation again. This is, we're waiting for our Surface moment. Until you can provide me a benchmark that I can go, see, that's how it should be. Every time someone else represents you falsely, it becomes your problem. And I feel like that's where we are again with this thing. You know, we need them to give us something that, that, that and, and I know they do, because I hear it all the time. Whenever we, we have this conversation, people go, oh, what about Flight Sim? Oh, what about the fact that Call of Duty can run 120 frames per second on this thing? What about and that is all true. And that is all true. But if you are not the market leader, right? And and you now have certain developers also having potentially, you know, saying things that that feed that narrative, it is up to you and please tell me tell me folks if I'm wrong. It is up to you to to be there early and often to say, "Hey man, you know, uh, Windows got a bad rap for a long time and then we release, release the Surface. And now anytime anybody has something bad to say about Windows, we say, see, that's what it can do. Are you using bad hardware? That's on you, right? And unfortunately, I don't think the Series S has had that moment yet. Everborn, did you see this video? What did you think? Um, I didn't see the video, but I, okay. I can't speak to this because you and I speak to this yes. uh, all the time. I think this is a made-up controversy, Right. I think True. I think the digital foundry comparison mm -hmm. and this new talk because of Hogwarts legacy and because of this specifically came up this and, this specific issue uh, this time around came up came about because of Larian Studios and and uh, uh, Alders? no no Alders what's, what, 
which, which is fine yeah, yeah. again but the 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 idea that we're having this conversation because a very small studio has to prioritize resources 200 people. they're saying it's not that small <laughs> 200 people. yeah Sorry. but it's still small they're not like a big yeah sure yeah they're, you know, they're not they're right? not they're not like three four three so the Continue. so the point yeah. is what they're saying is they are they they're sure they can release on this thing mm -hmm. and the other thing is going to take more optimizing and so now we're having this conversation mm -hmm. but this this conversation leads us into this other conversation and the the series s mm -hmm. right is a it's a budget console. It's not yes, designed it meant to, to do all that work. Mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it, it, it provides you, you know, uh, it provides developers with very similar hardware, but you have, you know, less memory, right? That, 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 that's but the see, issue. But, see, but, again, but, but to, to his but, point in this video, though, it's the fact that they're not using the extra features that are not found okay, elsewhere but, but that's making that memory issue an actual problem. I don't really believe in those extra features because Microsoft hasn't used uh, them themselves. Has not really you see my point? That, right? This is what I'm so, saying. This yeah. is a surface moment. Is, we can't we like I feel like we have these discussions and we blame everybody except Microsoft. Oh no, I'm right? blaming Microsoft. So this is what I'm blaming Microsoft. Where are the first yes. party examples Thank showing you. what the Series S can do? We so have rigorous agreement. Rigorous right? agreement. I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying it can't do it. Yes. I'm We're just saying, saying show Microsoft me. has to drop the first party yep. hardware pushing things to show developers what they can achieve. Yep. Right, because if you don't give them a benchmark as to what they can achieve on this thing, what are they pushing for? Yeah, right. You can't expect this. Go listen. It goes back to the black hair thing. Mm -hmm. You can't expect somebody else to tell you a story. That's right. right. So um, the idea that you know third parties are not you know devoting extra budget to this, thing, they have no reason right? to do so. You right. haven't given them a if, reason if, for it. If you were the number one, um, you know, console platform, maybe mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. would. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And yep. and and the the, the thing is, uh, a lot of these developers are more comfortable with the PlayStation tool set, mm -hmm. and the PlayStation is where they're going to get more sales from. That's yep. not a conspiracy, right? That's a fact. That's 100%. just a thing. That's, but yeah. the Series S exists as a as a as as um an entry level thing mm -hmm. so my my thing is this focus on what the series s can and cannot do is a moot point mm. because it is not about nobody has this discussion with why the switch doesn't perform the way you know the ps4 and xbox one did because That's it's a right. switch and you yeah. know that yeah right and so, this is switch prices but for some right. reason, so, so again, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you want the series, if you want that performance, you get the Series X. Yeah. And in terms of holding us back, right? Nobody said God of War or or or, or Horizon. Well, West okay. Was held back. So so I will on that holding us back point. Uh, I will, although I completely say that the argument is complete. Like most of the argument is by disingenuous individuals, and it's always it's always ridiculous. I will push back just slightly because there is that mandate that if you're going to release a game full featured on the X, same must be available and full featured on the S. So when they say hold us back, although I know they don't, they don't mean it that way, it could be construed as, hey, you'd get the game sooner if the S could also hit that level as well because the X is fine, right? But until the S can get there as well, none of you can't release one and then release the other but later. That's a, so that's it's kind a of delaying problem. stuff. You yes. know, on Microsoft's part, that they're well, oh, no, no, and of but course, again, 
of course, we are all talking from the, the perspective of gamers, right? So the business concerns are really not a factor in the equation. And to your point, Everborn, 100%, this is a subset of a subset of a subset, a very small minority of individuals in this, in this industry, uh, in this gaming streets that have an issue here. And it's not the by and large, the large majority of folks that bought a Series S, right? They bought it for another purpose. Maybe you're a PlayStation player who wants to dip your toe into, into the Xbox ecosystem, or you just want to, you know, this is Timmy's first X, uh, first console. Like none of that is, is, is they're not on the streets going, Hey, we need more speeds and feeds No, But the fact right. that this narrative is prevalent in the community, cause we're all part of it. Right. And they do care about our thoughts because they listen. And a lot of hay is made, right? You got it is incumbent upon them to squash these narratives. And to and, that, I blame Microsoft. The, the narrative can be squashed when something like a Hellblade comes out. Sure, or, or, yes. That's you know, that's what I was going to say. You know, when the next Coalition game comes out. And you mm -hmm. can see what the thing can do. Yep. And then we can say, you know, look, here's the thing. Making games is not, it's not like a one-size-fits-all thing. No, of course Everyone not. has different tools. I know a lot of people use UE5, mm -hmm. but they still have different workflows that they use. And some teams may be better at optimizing different hardware just because that's more, or, and using different tool sets because that's where their experience is. A lot of us work in technology, right? Yeah. Not everybody knows uh, C++, yep. right? Some people are Java very experts, hard, very right? hard language. Some people, some people just work in UI and yeah. and and they and they and they and they just know Angular or they or mm -hmm. or they or they just know uh, 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 React, right? Mm -hmm. And that's just what they specialize in. Yeah. And so when they have a task, they're gonna focus on that, and they're gonna they're gonna uh, be better at doing certain things. So. If the industry writ large is more familiar with um, Sony's tools, mm -hmm. and Sony didn't sort of change their tools, they sort of kind of upgraded them for the PS5, yeah. yep. then you're going to have Far more comfortable like to that. use. Absolutely. So again, yep. all of these things are a case by case basis because there mm -hmm. are there are instances where the Series S is doing things it's somewhat more efficiently than the PlayStation 5. Sure, there there sure. are instances yeah. there. So yeah. it's all about the, the core competencies of the different teams. And you, I, if I show you 100 different teams, I will show you 100 different workflows. Different ways that they right? make it. So, so all of this that, that we're trying to make a grand statement over things doesn't really reflect the reality of what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it's one of those stupid discussions that starts from kind of people arguing about place. nonsense that yes. we're always arguing and now we have to have a serious well, conversation about it okay and the, so, this is not what the series s was for the series absolutely. S, last thing sure. last thing the series s has the same processor basically that's in the the, the, the ps5 and, yeah. the, and the actually series it's s, more right? powerful than the ps5's processor it, Just in, in some ways right because <laughs> yes. the ps5 has like yes. higher clock speeds or whatever true true yes. but you know, you know, the, but then there's this split memory thing, and then yep. there's a lower bandwidth uh, memory that developers the, have to the, contend the, with. Again, it is more work on the developers. And if you give any developer, if you ever talk to a developer, I don't care if you work in finance or you work in game development, mm -hmm. you 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 give them an extra task to do, they're going to complain about it. Yes, right. Path of That's least resistance is always right? the way. Yes. So th these are things that we're going to deal with, but you have mm -hmm. to look at what the net positive is, and if it is to get more people and 
and have a, a lower end price mm -hmm. to get people into gaming, then you say, well, the, I'm here to sell games. Yeah. And if this is a way for me to get uh, games into more people's hands at a lower price, then the net positive is we'll, we'll figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. It's the same reason you do all that extra work to still support the PS4 and the Xbox One, because there's an audience there that you can that you can get your game to. Absolutely. Right. So, you know, if if it, so, there's two fixes to this. Um, Xbox becomes the market leader. Yep. And so people have to learn the Series S and make yep. their stuff shine on exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. Or um, Xbox shows you with their own first party and they upgrade their tools so that other people can utilize them more easily. Absolutely. And this is what they did with the 360, right? Yes. When the 360 came out, they made sure they had the easiest tool set for developers to work with. Right. Mm -hmm. And the P the PS3 was was stronger than the 360, but it was, right? it was more difficult to use, so it never exactly really got, got to right. The height, of so course, make yeah. it easier for the devs, make it shine for them, mm -hmm. show them with your first party what it can do, and yep. then they will have a benchmark to say, hey, I want to achieve that or better in my game. That's really what this is. It's not about holding anything back. Microsoft just needs to either upgrade their tools or actually show us show what us it what can it do can with do. their first Absolutely. party games. And yep. maybe that will happen later this year. Maybe it will happen in 2024. Yep. But I really think all of this is a is a is a, oh, no, is a no, moot point. I, I, and I'm, it only started because fanboys ran no, with that's the true. That's true. That, that is true. That and is that's true. the only reason we're having this conversation. I, I don't bring this up. I bring this up because for the for the non disingenuous among us who genuinely go hey what's going on this thing was supposed to do so much and and why is it not happening and i've heard i've gotten that in, in the timeline a few occasions but we we've gone back and forth with people who are genuinely concerned and talking about it i bring this up because uh, again salute to, to colt eastwood this video really did a good job in explaining that exactly what we've been talking about here did a really good job in explaining that so if you haven't checked it out if you really want to know you know did they sell you a potato quote unquote or does this thing do more? He really knocks you it out of Potato, you should have spent $500. That's where I'm with it. But that's so, my point. Is it's not a potato. It's not a potato. Go ahead. Go, go, go ahead, Ghost. Woo, guys. Uh, it's not a potato. Okay. So <laughs> the onus is going to be on Microsoft always. They put out mm -hmm. a box that was uh, half the price, mm -hmm. and they, they talked about it being more powerful than you would get you know, dollar to value yep. in that sense. Um, until they start putting out uh, a God of War caliber game, the narrative is going to be there always. Yeah. And that is just how it is. Um, there are people that work at GameStop that are communicating with customers, buying, paying customers that think certain games are exclusive to PlayStation when they are not. Yeah. There are those out there that think PlayStation is more or less powerful when they are not. So the onus is on Microsoft to change that narrative. Uh, by putting out high quality games, I think Hi-Fi Rush is a great example of visual spectacle. Best it's game not... this year so far, better than Hogwarts. Oh, this man it's... is going for the smoke. <laughs> I said it, and I don't it's apologize. Graphic. The Black Harry Potter is going to come for you. <laughs> oh, here, here we go. <laughs> but its visual style doesn't necessarily put it in line with like comparing to a God of War or yeah. uh, a Spider-Man or or what have you, but. The onus is on Microsoft to start delivering on the game front, and then that narrative goes away. It is yeah. a very niche group of people that care about power, that follow the power conversation, uh, and it tends to be people like us that are in uh, content creation communities and chat rooms for it. But the majority of paying customers are not part okay. of those conversations. Yes, they yes, go to the yep. store, they hear what the clerk says, what the clerk says is like, oh, okay, cool, it is or it isn't. Mm -hmm. And so Microsoft 
just needs to get out that God of War level game. And once they can do that once, then we're good. And it needs to be something special and fresh. And I think Hi-Fi Rush is a good indicator of that. Yep. Um, those third-party deals are good indicators of it. We see a lot of day and date in the Game Pass of high-quality games. Mm -hmm. But it's a moot issue. I really don't think it's a relevant issue. Power does not dictate fun. And I think people that assign power to fun are probably enjoying games a little bit less. Or they are trying to spin a narrative for themselves to justify a purchase. Um, I'm someone who's fortunate enough to have... Uh, all the consoles in my home i play what i prefer and what i enjoy and i happen to cover the same thing uh that being xbox but i use my series s when i'm downstairs with my family i use my series x when i'm up here on my oled and whatnot um they're both oleds what am i talking about but uh oh, you know this man I, I, all right yeah right yeah go. that teacher salary <laughs> does a lot um but you know the, the truth is this will go away mm -hmm. once microsoft delivers on that big game front and nobody would be doing anything except spit and cap that they have done that just yet yeah. there's some great games microsoft has put out nobody can argue the quality of horizon nope. no one can argue the quality of uh halo infinite's gameplay but they need that visual spectacle game that is next gen only that can only be done on these boxes that shines on an oled uh and once that happens it goes away and again Hi-Fi Rush, a great stepping stone towards that. But Microsoft has a communication problem. It's a bad communication problem because their social teams friggin' crush it regularly. Their social teams are on it and have been, yeah. but their messaging to gamers is not consistent. And I think they've done a bad job at spotlighting some of their games that could be visual spectacles. They didn't promote Forza Horizon 5. Uh, when that game came out nearly to the level they should have, they chose instead to spotlight As Dusk Falls, which, while I appreciate what they're doing there, yeah. it should have been all about Horizon 5. Yeah. They should have done a better job at bringing Halo Infinite. That's a different conversation. But showcasing what Halo Infinite brings to the table. Infinite's been botched, but Season 3 looks great. I'm yeah. all about it. Um, they have a communication problem, and they need to clean it up. I think the developer direct was a great stepping stone towards it. I think once they have more to talk about, thanks to Bethesda, we're good. I think a lot of resources have been tied up in talking about Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. But once those things go away and we can yeah. just focus on games, I think 2023 and 4 are the time where no one's going to care if you're on a Series S or X and the power. You're going to care. Can I play this game? Is it gonna, fun? Yeah, and that will be the conversation. And that's what so, it always should have been. So just, well, and I think sir. it's super mm -hmm. important that, you know, uh, if we look at the timing of the Bethesda acquisition and we look at the, um, you know, all the other studios and when they were acquired, the Obsidians of the world, the, the they had Undead Labs for a while, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the other ones, the guys that do Psychonauts and all, all that other stuff. So um, I think what's super important here is that, especially if the Activision deal goes through, you are going to have Activision and Bethesda uh, prioritizing the Series S when they when sure. they uh, yeah. release their games, and they're going to be able to give input on future hardware just for the things that they need. So I think that in and of itself will be a big uh, boon to sort of solve this uh, perception issue mm. because 
when when uh you know future cod games like really prioritize the series s hardware and you see how it performs i think that puts a lot of this stuff actually cod hasn't done bad with, with a series s it runs 100 120 frames per second mode on the series s and it does a pretty darn good job too so no i do i do 100 hear you on 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 the fact that it's just both a communication issue on microsoft's part which i want to hi highlight but it's it's all a matter of timing, and eventually this this will be a moot point. And I, I do agree with you guys on that by and large. L last thing though, just mm -hmm. one uh, slight pushback to to Ghost's sure. uh, point about their marketing, yeah. and we've had this conversation, right? Um, yeah, he, he you know, thinks he thinks they're doing four D chess marketing. Uh, absolutely, because I think <laughs> I think the equation for marketing is different when you have a captive audience of twenty five to thirty million people that can play things with no with with if you have game that's the captive audience 25 yeah, 30 mm -hmm. million so there's no friction for that audience right so mm -hmm. we can't necessarily say that forza wasn't pushed properly when we know that it has like 20 million players right um so the the thing is i always like it i scratch my head when i hear um they're not marketing games that we already know about right the purpose of marketing is to get people on board with the mm -hmm. things you have coming next and i think i think yeah. that that in the case of forza everyone knows about forza everybody acknowledges forza people were playing forza and forza was a big uh seller so the idea is that the where you would want the marketing focus are the things that people don't know about and once once you once people do know about it and they're all playing it and tens of millions of people are playing it do we really need to spend that kind of money to to do the billboards and things like that? I think okay. in the old world, yes, but mm -hmm. in this new world, well, because where you because have the marketing well, the market leader still focuses on that old world marketing. So I, I say, think, let, let me defend yeah. my please go, go ahead defend your position on that one. Yes, because <laughs> um, I think it's a very fair question to ask. I think everyone's making posing good questions, but I don't think we've seen any indication that either Sony or Microsoft uh, are making any forty chess moves properly. Um, I don't think it goes that far. I don't think they're that in tune with what's happening. Um, I grant you the idea of like, what's the point of marketing? It's to, to bring attention to things uh, that people may not may not be playing because if they're already playing something, why push it? But I'll counter that to uh, PlayStation's most recent PlayStation Plus ads. Um, they're solid. They're good. They bring attention to uh, PlayStation Plus, but also to... Uh, Forza, for, not Forza, pardon me, uh, Horizon Forbidden seven? West. Oh, okay. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, that is the most recent uh, one that they are doing. For, Forbidden West has been out for quite a while, and it was easily overshadowed by PlayStation's own Gran Turismo 7, as well as Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. But in calling attention to Horizon Forbidden West, uh, a game that's been out for a while and already has a multi-million uh, audience member set, they are bringing attention to their product, to... PlayStation Plus, and they're doing it all while being the significant market leader, and it's working for them. Microsoft is not a market leader uh, by any stretch of the imagination. They're in two, three, or four, depending on what you're looking at. And if they did a better job at spotlighting Forza Horizon or Halo Infinite, um, I think the numbers, it's not a matter of how many players have been in, it's how many players are still in and spending time in the ecosystem with that product mm. so where as a diehard halo infinite fan and i really love halo infinite's gameplay um 
you know that, that cost Halo 20 gameplay million. in the, in the thing, yeah, absolutely. easily. I, I have it ranked among Halos four and Reach, depending on my day and my mood. Mm. Um, it's like it's up there for me. I love it. And, um, so, how many people would still be playing it if they were were marketing or handling it better? Um, are are twenty million still playing Forza Horizon? How many of those are excited and checking out the Hot Wheels content or the soon to be uh, released Rally Adventure? Mm. So, I would like to see marketing pushing pushing what's great about the xbox experience a bit more than they they currently are and it can be game pass centered in the way that forbidden west is playstation plus centered but show people what they're missing and show people what they could be back in on yeah, I think okay. would be my counterpoint. Uh, let me, let, if, I, well, if, if I may counter. Oh, please, we, yes. This we're going to be out on this topic forever. This is what it's about, man. Be careful about his time, man. Let's go. So, yeah, I, yeah, I got, yeah. I got I, 15 yeah. minutes. I can do 15 I'm gonna, minutes. I'm going to be quick okay. on this one. Okay. Do you feel like Sony marketed Ratchet & Clank well? No. Um, I, I do not. Well, let me, let me hold on. Let me rephrase that. I don't know, Everborn, that I had the right mindset at the time to pay attention. So I don't know. So if I don't know... I'm gonna say no, but it might not, might have been that I just wasn't tuned in at the time or wasn't paying attention, because it so, wasn't that during a was that during that was during the pandemic's like height. Mm -hmm, am I mm -hmm, correct? Mm -hmm, yeah. So we weren't at movie theaters and we no. weren't at. Okay, so I'm gonna say no, but that might be speaking out of turn, out of pocket for that one. So just being close to it, I think a lot of people pointed to. Uh, especially in that 2021 time period, they pointed mm -hmm. to that game and it was a system seller and it was all the mm -hmm. things they, they we talked about when we termed in terms of this is how Sony lets you know about their products and look at this thing. Right. So mm -hmm. I think I think it was heavily marketed. And I only say that to say mm -hmm. Ratchet and Clank did a million, which is, you know, great, especially if you consider the install base of the PlayStation. Sure. But look what's on your screen for something that had no marketing and that's two million players that was where we were going next Rust, absolutely right and and so and so and i and i say that to say um comparing the two is difficult because they're playing two very different games huh. right mm -hmm. so the marketing for a a streaming network is very different from the marketing for a movie that's coming out in theaters right mm -hmm. and, I, and i think that uh sony's marketing is more geared towards the traditional model but mm -hmm. we can talk about and this is nothing to do with quality either right because i can mm -hmm. guarantee you more money has been spent on and more people have seen um stranger things than the the latest ant-man movie right mm -hmm. yeah so and and the Ant-Man movie got all the billboard and again part of this is quality of the product or whatever mm -hmm. but we I, I bring up Netflix because we know that Netflix does not they notoriously don't really do traditional advertising why mm -hmm. because they have a 200 million captive audience that they can surface whatever they want you to see and every mm -hmm. time they launch a new show that they want you to see they surface it to you you somehow everyone's talking about it magically because every time they go to netflix it's right there in their face and then they have the highest streaming numbers of all all these things so i say this to say i think we have to start and i think this is what marketing is doing over at xbox they're looking at different metrics and we may be looking at the the old world where yeah. some of these things may not apply and and there's this idea of of targeted marketing as well and mm -hmm. so 
there may be they may they have data to know whether you know about this game already right mm -hmm. and they may be focusing their marketing that you and i don't see because we're kind of plugged in they may mm -hmm. be focusing their social media marketing on these titles that you hear do these ridiculous day one numbers in terms of user base and i know it's different because we don't get sales numbers but you know right, we can look at right. the streaming uh, the, the the people that are streaming it on twitch we can look at the people that are playing on steam we can look at what the most played is on xbox and we kind of get those ideas and so we can say that playstation is doing better than they are because they are playing that old model mm -hmm. but even in the latest numbers we have we're they're very similar in terms of monthly active users mm -hmm. right across all their touch points so um i i I think we there I think there needs to be a more nuanced conversation in terms of when we say the the marketing is this or that versus mm -hmm. because I think they have two different uh key performance models. indicators. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They have they have two different things they're trying to achieve. So I don't know that we should expect them to market Follow the that same old way. School if line. that makes okay. sense. I don't no, know if no. I'm making sense. No, no it makes sense. not to make an Good excuse point. for Xbox. Absolutely. It's just yeah. I think we have to take certain things into account when we when we I, try to figure I, out the metrics for these things. No, I think that's a great point. I think I took issue or with the 40 chess element of it. And <laughs> yeah. that may not, that might have been a joke more than mm -hmm, what you're mm -hmm. actually talking about. Because yeah, yeah. in the content creation space, there are those who will fall down on the tracks hard. Mm. That's that such and such is playing 40 chess mm. maneuvering this, yeah. that. And I've not seen <laughs> that elegance from, from any of from them. PlayStation, yeah, from from Microsoft. Any of them. From yeah. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. So maybe Absolutely. that was it. But no, your point is very well taken, yeah. everyone. Okay, so before we before we Luke before Luke has to go, let, let's close mm -hmm. this topic out, and I will let I will first and foremost let me let me let me let uh, uh, slow mo backslap have the final word on here. Slow mo with a five dollar super chat. Thank you, good brother. He says ninety nine percent of people complaining about Baldur's Gate three weren't intending to play the game before this, and they facts. still won't afterwards. And that's on PlayStation. Bigger and facts. Xbox. Absolutely. 100%. I completely agree with you. They don't even know who Larian is. They never even played Divinity Original Sin. They're just using talking points. I completely agree with you. 100%. And also, we have Matt Without Fear with a five pound super chat saying, you can't trust Luke when, when it comes to Halo. <laughs> he thinks Combat Evolved was the worst one. Oh, no. And, and also, by the way, Everborn uh, uh, he wants to say that Everborn Saga is slanderous. I think I agree with you on, on that point as well. You think <laughs> the first one was the worst one? Wow. So, okay. So we put out a uh, Patreon exclusive episode where we uh -huh. ranked our Halo games. And uh, yeah, when I say the worst one, I mean like nowadays playability. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah not, true. The level true, design true. is okay. not. I don't enjoy playing Combat Evolved nearly the same way I would reach for. Uh -huh. uh, uh, if you want to hear some six. slander, like. I've, I've been playing Halo, the Master Chief Collection, for years. I have hundreds of hours playing that so over and over and over and over and over again. Ever mm -hmm. since Infinite came out, I cannot play any of the old ones anymore because there's no grab shot. I can't do it. It's, it's different. It. It's different. It, cha it changed yeah. the way I play Halo. People yeah. do talk about like evolving what a game is. I don't uh -huh. think the grapple shot gets enough credit for evolving. Oh, bro. It Halo really did. It, it, it really it, did. It's a completely different game. Yep. With and that. hunting... I, Hunting HVTs on the ring, mm -hmm. that to me was that was my favorite part of Halo. Like you're telling me, I can go up into a hill, snipe down at an HVT, uh -huh. and and that's what I can do as Master Chief now. Yeah, yeah. And it is 
criminal how badly the post-launch content was handled because there were so many things they could have done. Could have continued down that path. This, yes. this, this is the biggest like travesty oh boy. of of Halo <laughs> Infinite. We're gonna dump, get dump to Halo. Get, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm saying. How do you get uh -huh. the gameplay so, so right? right. You evolve so it so right, yeah. and then we say, "Oh, okay. Who the hell knows what we're doing with 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 anything campaign wise?" Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, because the high value targets and all of those things have mm -hmm. nothing to do with the service game. There's yep. nothing right. to do with yep. with, with it was just cool additions so to all, the campaign. Yeah. All and of it's, the it's a year and a half in. Is the worst. Why can't right? it's a waste. It's a year and a half in. Why can't I play a mode where I call in a scorpion tank just because I want to? Mm -hmm. Why can't I call in a, 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 a hornet or a wasp just because I want to and play on this map against uh, cooler enemies? Like, yeah. just drop them in. Yeah. And and don't rely on your community to make your best content. That's what I. That's my problem with force. We are dying on that hill, ladies and gentlemen. All, we are dying on that all, hill. All Sorry, they need to, Sorry. All they, all they need to do, <laughs> no. you need to let post post campaign you need to let people squad up in the mm -hmm. map mm -hmm. and add raids to it in the same map that you have from from the campaign why are we just throwing away the amazing campaign map and all that and all yeah. those gameplay elements yep. for what hey to me it. to me they mothballed the whole it. situation to me that's like nintendo mothballing like mario it's 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 a travis democracy of epic proportions but because I am a single player gamer first, and to me that means the franchise is dead. Where is my next bite of the apple? But that's neither here nor there. Let us let us close and let me close this poll here because we had seven. Infinite has viewed. the best campaign gameplay in Absolutely. the entire series. In the entire Absolutely. franchise. Absolutely. Best campaign Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Absolutely. The story had some questionable things, but the moment to moment gameplay, wow. No others so no others can, can can even stand close to it. So with what? 74 votes? We have Team Chun-Li, 64%. We have Team Cammy, 24%. And we have Melina Says Hello at 12%. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, uh -huh. I still have faith in humanity. Yes, you there do, as you should. We still, we have 121 people in here. Thank you guys so much. We How have, many likes do we have? We only have 66 likes. What are we doing, people? Come on, what now. are we doing? Hit the like How, button, what, please. Now, now, before, and I know we're, we're we're running our time with you there, Luke. We appreciate you being here. Uh, uh, any t any more time you can give us is fine. If you have to go, we we will we will respectfully. We got four minutes. Four, four minutes. minutes. Give me your top of the level take when you heard that Xbox exclusive Hi-Fi Rush, which is also available on Steam, right? Mm -hmm. And it's also available on on Game Pass, and you can actually buy it outright has mm -hmm. 2 million active players. Super thrilled to hear that for a couple reasons. One, uh, this game is stylish. It's unique. It is a departure from what Tango Gameworks is known for. Mm -hmm. And so that bodes well for creativity. We've seen a lot of examples in Microsoft's catalog uh, where the studio is known for X, but they've got multiple teams within that studio creating Y, and it's mm -hmm. going well. You look at Grounded, look at Hi-Fi Rush, you look at uh, the Outer Worlds. Yeah, yeah. That encourages several things. If you're an executive who doesn't know jack about how to manage a studio, you're seeing, oh, this works well, and I can let my teams diversify and create what they want, uh, and it cannot, it doesn't have to be the one thing the studio is known for. Yeah, that's fantastic. Two, Hi-Fi Rush has some really cool things in it that 
are so untraditional and yet so playable and enjoyable that I think a lot of gamers are realizing uh, that this is what Microsoft's direction could be going forward, making these fun new experiences. And mm -hmm. it's somewhere, Hi-Fi Rush is somewhere between a Nintendo game and a, a PlayStation AAA game. Yeah. It's somewhere in there. And I think that's a really cool creative And it has space awesome dr Dreamcast sensibilities just to boot. Mm -hmm. So it, it's really hitting mm -hmm. on multiple cylinders. I'm super excited that, that, that this thing is getting the credit that it deserves. I know everyone, you agree. Well, hold oh, on. Let me. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. I got to interview right, the developer, yes, uh, which was really, really cool. And he said, this is a cool thing. I hope modders get their hands on it. All the movements of the characters and enemies mm -hmm. are tied to the audio files. You change the audio files, the movements change. That's so cool. Ah, Hip hop version so incoming. Ah, That's right. Yes, Everborn. You just yes. blew my mind. Now I gotta start digging through the. I through the I the need files. 90s Wu Tang in there <laughs> to play this whole game. 36 yep. chambers. Okay. That's anyway, amazing. Um, no, no, no. And and listen, if if Hi-Fi Rush is the future, I, mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Like the game is like genetically designed for me. The only thing I'll say, and I know you gotta go, Luke, um, is. Um, quality i think in the last three years xbox has shown quality isn't the issue what they need to prove now is that they can ship triple a games yes Close that's ups. the last piece of the puzzle mm -hmm. but but the, the quality control i believe you can't argue that it's not in check yeah. like mm -hmm. they they have solved that quality issue that they haven't really had in the second half of the xbox one generation mm -hmm. so i think we can trust that when they put out a game it's going to be in that uh you know mid to high 80s mark yeah. uh, mm -hmm. or or sometimes even better uh it's just can they do that at the triple a clip and we're going to start to find out in the second half of this year yeah i agree i agree, I agree wholeheartedly we will let luke lore the insipid ghost go we appreciate so much of your time it was so great having a chat with you. Yeah, we go long on this show, even though we try not to. Even when we try to keep it concise. Pause. I, I was going to let that one slide, but okay, sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but no, we, we really appreciate you being here, man. It was really great talk, chatting with you. We, hopefully, we can have you back on the show. Tell the folks what, what, what's going on with the uh, XCP this week. Any great interviews that we should be aware of? Uh, yeah. So, uh, first... It'd be a pleasure if anybody in the chat would be willing to uh, drop a follow or a like over on XCP's channel. All those details will be in the show notes. Absolutely. We'll make sure you have all that stuff. So go check yeah. him, him out. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I'll say we just we just launched a Patreon uh, to help me kind of get better tech. I'd like to go to FanFest this year, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, there is a, a new show that Asante is going to be a part of in the next few weeks called Creator Talk for, for Patreon Tier 2 members and up. Uh, where we just bring in a, a, a content creator and talk shop. I've got Fame 2K on board, Mr. Boomsticks on board, uh, PTK Blams coming in, Asante. Oh, like awesome. I'm excited for that one. We also did the Halo rankings. We're doing more of that stuff. Um, I've just put Terrible out takes, Shadow Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> just put out interviews with uh, Hi-Fi Rush, Shadow Gambit, um, Steam World Build. That game's oh, out there. I'm so excited uh, for Ste the Steam World guys, man. I love that yeah. franchise. I love it. It's so yeah. good. Those are just out there, and, and those are, are available to you as well. But it would mean the world if anybody would be willing to check it out uh, and and throw some love, love my way because, uh, you know, I enjoy making it, and I, I hope people enjoy watching it. So he's there you go. out here, and he's doing great work, and we appreciate you for being here, sir. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and we will be you'll be hearing us from us some, for some more. I'm sure we'll see you on the show at some point. We will definitely be calling you back on here. Thank you so much for, for, for spending 
a little bit of your Saturday with us. Thank you, guy. My pleasure. From I watched from you guys one every Sonic fan to another. Oh, yes, sir. There we yes, go. Sir. <laughs> Everborn, it was a pleasure. Asante, it was a pleasure. You guys take care. See Later, you guys. Sir. All right. Bye. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will rejigger this show because clearly, yes, this is what happens when you're when you're on the on the the show. Oh, yes, and of course, I'm going to have to update this whole situation. See, this is what happens, Everborn. It's and, unfortunate. And, and, and. And now that the guest is gone, mm -hmm, the slander mm -hmm. begins. Listen, <laughs> now we can we can speak I, I off hope the you cuff. You got some topics right? ready for me. <laughs> oh, I got some topics ready for you, brother. We we gonna we gonna have some conversations. And as you know, this whole thing with with uh, ABK is becoming quite the the, the salt fest. So I'm I want your takes on some of this some of this stuff. It's quite interesting. Oh boy. <laughs> I know that oh that. Boy. I know that your your feed has been full of of Al Bundy talk. <laughs> I mean, Listen, like man, two in the morning, I'm seeing free also, shoes getting dropped left and right. It's also been full of journalists. Where am I? Crying left and right, making mm -hmm. like uh, unreal scenarios that they're hoping that regulators might pick up mm -hmm. so that they can last minute save the deal or block the deal. But anyway. Um, We'll talk about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so uh, uh, while you on, figure that out, no, it's, uh, it's all uh, done. Your take yeah. on, on Hi Fi Rush, please. Uh, it's it. I mean, it's well deserved, right? It is. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, for Shadow Drop, you have two million players, and that's that's all on Xbox. And yep. you know, another, another thing we don't talk about is you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Hit five million players, right? Uh, Deathloop. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, and people just kind of right. give give Deathloop short shrift, you know, probably because because the protagonist sounds like slow mo backslap, but that's neither here nor there. This is how you, um, uh, okay, Captain Keys, like you're talking about slow mo, um, but but you know, to me, like this shows how important the Bethesda acquisition was, right? Mm, yeah, right. Think about that, yeah. right? Like, yeah, Bethesda is doing for Xbox. Bethesda is doing for Xbox what Insomniac did for, for PlayStation. Bethesda is doing for Xbox what Xbox is not doing for Xbox. That's what's <laughs> um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh -huh. But if you think about like this year, um, we, we, we between <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush, uh -huh. Redfall, and Starfield, like that yeah. that's crazy. So like next year, you know, we'll start to get uh, the Xbox Game Studio stuff, and maybe they can like give bethesda a breather so they can hit hard in 2025 but i mean three games this year and they're mm. all like one we didn't know about but it turns out to be a uh a, a, a hit yep. um and i'm, I'm still and on the, the point i'm still like crazy about the idea that hi-fi rush came out in like almost a month before we got a patch that thing came in solid like what world what do we live in do? i have no idea because it was like solid, I, and I paid attention from day one. That thing dropped, no issues at all on any platform. And then maybe a month down the line, I saw a patch come out. I any don't platform know what except did. PlayStation. It didn't even work on there. Oh, stop it! Stop. See, <laughs> see Luke leaves, and he's got to get slashed. <laughs> it wouldn't boot. It wouldn't boot. It would. It wouldn't work. Okay, okay. Let's move quickly along. Let's move along. All right, so, uh, and, and I know you don't want to, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about this one. We'll talk just a little bit about this one. 
Uh, by the way, uh, mm -hmm. Punty says, when am I going to have an afternoon show? Fun fact, I will be on uh, Game On Daily. Oh, awesome. With Gaz later This weekend? Today. Yeah. Brother, that's, man, why didn't you tell me that? that? I, I, didn't, I didn't even know. Show? Absolutely. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to that. That's cool. What's See, this is news start? for me. Uh, I think they start at like 6, 5, 6 o'clock uh, p.m. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. I would check the check the invite list. You, you'll see it. Yeah. He'll send you the, the, the invite to jump in like two minutes before the show starts. Just so you know. Nice. Nice. <laughs> but okay. Let us move on because we have a huge block of ABK related stuff. And, and, and I know people want to hear what, what's going on. And, and I have a that. hard stop at 1230. I got to pick up my kids. So here we go. Saturday so here we go. Friend. So let's start real quick with that interview. With that interview, oh, you know what the interview so many, is about. So much crying about this interview. Yes, let's talk about the interview. You know, it seems to me that this was like, okay, I'm sick and tired of all the 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 the, the false narratives out there. We've said it in multiple forums. We've said it in multiple ways. Let's say it one more time, but this time, this is me sitting on the couch, speaking to camera, addressing all the concerns. Bam, 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 knocking it all out the park. And did yet, it work for you? And yet. Mm -hmm. people still found a way Ooh. to say that he was talking slick. So Hargeet Chani in here, thank you, sir, with a correction, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget. It. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Thank Take you, Hargeet. Home. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Yes. So, and yet... Got to see if I got enough time to get this pedicure. Oh, Lord. This man. Oh, okay. Okay. He's got to go it's get okay his... okay little... for men to get pedicures. Don't 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 walk I, around I, your, your I, house I'm with not your talking not smack. right. I'm not talking smack. I'm just saying, like, this this man right here. Anyway, continue, sir. Yes. I need a haircut, too. Oh, yeah. That well, may have to that, wait till That's a whole different show. thing, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, if it was at five, I could have got the haircut. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh -huh. so, um, yeah, people still tried to turn it into, oh, he said he was never taking away uh, mm -hmm. Starfield. Mm -hmm. That was never said. Right. And he pointed that out. And by the way, people think like, oh, why would they let this interviewer ask that stupid question? This question was given to her by Microsoft. By Microsoft. What? It's a Microsoft right? employee interviewing her boss. That's what's happening right. here at a Microsoft facility. This is all propaganda. Let's just be clear here. This is all very clear propaganda. And, and, yes. and it, it's not. Um, and it, he's in the UK. And if you mm -hmm. know Microsoft, the reporting is Microsoft met privately with the yeah. CMA on Monday. This interview comes D out. Dorian Gray Monday being slanderous. Tuesday. I love it. Real quick, Dorian Gray being very slanderous. He's like, <laughs> 17 years ago, he said games were coming to PlayStation. Screw you, Phil. <laughs> no, no. The, the, this, is, this is the talking point now yeah, after this interview. Absolutely. I'm not even joking. Yeah. This is what they're saying. They're saying, well, we know that PlayStation was negotiating exclusivity. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, that means theoretically, even though it wasn't announced, but mm -hmm. we have this rumor that it's a Bethesda game and it would have been coming to PlayStation because PlayStation was the number one console. So in that theoretical world, let's Phil not give, let's not give these this, this ingenuous arguments just from air, air, man. Listen. No, this is a, this is, this is an actual debate that I had, which I will not oh, name, boy. but if you're in the Twitter streets, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Free um, shoes, ladies and gentlemen, free shoes. There we go. And, and. If you listen to his exact words, because remember, this interview was mm -hmm. for not for us, but no. for the regulators. Regulators, absolutely, yeah, yeah, right. Um, and 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 by the way, I would like I'd like to point this out. Mm -hmm. 
If you actually read the 277-page preliminary findings from the CMA, you know people don't read stuff. The CMA says verbatim mm -hmm. that Microsoft has kept their promises regarding the Bethesda acquisition. Yeah, 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 yeah. They actually right? went in there and specifically said, well, you said so you do CMA, A. I'm not talking about the EU. We know the no. CMA said that. Yep. The CMA says that. Yep. We know yep. the EU said it, but now yep. the CMA in their report specifically says that. Pointed so out, this yeah. idea that, that they misled anyone reg in regards to, uh, what do you call it? Mm. In regards to the Bethesda acquisition is it's patently not false. only is it ridiculous yeah. it is patently false absolutely right they could not talk about what they would do until the the deal was actually closed mm -hmm. and the day after the deal officially closed they held a press conference and said it's exclusive nothing was taken away they have not take they have not pulled anything from any mm -hmm. store and by the way oh ladies and gentlemen if you actually read what the e the eu was talking about when they quoted microsoft as saying they wouldn't have a financial incentive if you actually go back and read it what they what that was in reference to was there would be no financial incentive to foreclose existing games in stores they and there is a separate section for future outlook where microsoft explicitly says and we have this we have the form co where they said it that mm -hmm. future games will be on a case-by-case -case basis yeah yeah and and, and they have released games that. since that, that time they have released right. certain games on various so, platforms since so that time. so yeah. again not only it were are they being quoted out conveniently out of context yeah you also do not have a direct quote on them saying they do not have a financial incentive why because that part of the form is not available so um it, they're, what they're talking about is an approximation of a question that we don't know specifically what was asked right because mm -hmm. so what happens if you read the the eu report on the bethesda deal and this is available online yep. i can share it uh in the uh, chat or whatever pdfs and all that but available, yeah. but um there are different forms of foreclosure and one is pulling existing games that is where microsoft uh that is where the eu says that microsoft says they would not have a financial incentive right but that's not a direct quote so we don't know in, in exactly what they were asking but that's the section that it's in and then we do have a direct quote of the eu saying we agree with the future outlook and even if they were to foreclose bethesda is not big enough but microsoft did disclose that it would be case by case so this whole circular argument is for nothing yeah. but people are still crying about starfield <laughs> because they they right? hear what's about to happen they they hear the murmurs under under the covers and under the, the the gaming community about how like what the perception of that game potentially could be. It could come out and be a big dud, but the perception is oh no, this might be the big banger. So we need to fight fight like, fight fight hard for that one. I think right. So people people make rules mm -hmm. ex post facto and mm -hmm. then decide that it is a fact. <laughs> Um, and then and then use this fact that they made up that is not a fact mm -hmm. to say Phil lied. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and and then they will use semant the semantics of 
theoretically in the darkest timeline where Microsoft did not buy Bethesda, that it would have, even though it wasn't announced, it would have come to PlayStation. Um, we, we're using an alternate timeline to say that ex post facto they pulled the game from PlayStation. That's that's the conversation that we're well, having. Well, you, you right know, now. you know why? Come on now, PlayStation is gaming. So if you have a game that's not on PlayStation, you're not gaming. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you know. And if it's a game that exists, it should be on PlayStation because PlayStation's gaming. So to me, <laughs> like, and I, I always promise myself I'm not going to jump into these uh-huh. debates because oh, I come know on now. circular you argument. You jump for head but, first into these arguments, bro. You no, but sometimes, you, you remember Django where Christoph Waltz's character was supposed to walk out, no bloodshed, mm-hmm. and, then, and then Leonardo DiCaprio's character says or does something like really racist and he's like, you know what? F it. <laughs> I got to kill him. Right? That's what happens when I That's jump into That's where you are right now. That's where you are. I, just, <laughs> I, know I'm, I know I'm not supposed to jump into debate, but you say uh, something so stupid, and, yeah. and people will do these things with a lot of words that don't really say anything. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they'll gaslight you into arguing a point that you never made in the first place. So, again, um, the fact that this even needed to be said was hilarious but yeah yet here we are but there was more yeah. in this interview besides yes, that was. Starfield. There was. Yeah, yeah yeah there was a lot more in this interview, so what, what else give give me something else so actually what i really liked is what he was talking like you don't really hear that often from execs where they pull out they literally come out and and speak about keeping games on other platforms and we're not trying to do that and he actually basically went down the, the whole gambit about uh uh the initial the initial goal of all of this being for for mobile and why they think it's important to be in mobile i mean a lot of us our eyes glaze over whenever they speak mobile because we're not we're not mobile gamers that way but it's like i guess my question about uh, my question to you is are we still in a place where we should wholeheartedly believe them because of oh it's all mobile or is this just the talking points they're using to get over on 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 the regulators because let's be clear here a lot of folks are now on the idea that oh well you know playstation is doing whatever they can to get one over on the regulators right and and we'll get into that we have a few more that speak to that as well but what about the idea that microsoft is saying this because they know that mobile is the is the the dog whistle that they they need to say in order for for people to understand you know oh this this call of duty stuff is you know is is uh is just related it's not necessarily the 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 reason why we bought it oh and by the way on on the side note we don't think it's advantageous for us to split them apart just being devil's advocate here well no no no. so here's the thing right a big Mm -hmm. part of activision's mobile money comes from cod mobile Mm -hmm. right so saying you have to get rid of Activision and get rid of COD mm-hmm. takes away a lot of the value. It of takes the away. Thing. It takes like away. They the don't value want money. From that. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. what? What? Where? What? Where we lose the thread when we have that discussion? Saying, "Oh, you said you only wanted it for mobile." Mm-hmm. Then get rid of Activision. There are several several things that go along with that, and how, mm-hmm. like if you only want it for mobile, it's partly because you want COD mobile, yeah. but also what they're saying is we're not going to be 
hyper competitive with COD in the console space. We want to use mobile to be hyper competitive in the mobile, uh, in the mobile space, yeah. which is already very well. It's a duopoly right now, but yeah. like you can't argue that there's anything there and no regulator has even mentioned mobile in any of this. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason they're saying we want it for mobile because we want to be able to compete there, right? We may foreclose Apple and Nintendo, sorry, Apple and uh, Google, but that's fine because they are a duopoly and they need someone to to, to, to shake it up to challenge yeah. them yeah, yeah, right yeah. and we don't have any realistic possibility of of hampering competition except we will be able to compete there so when they say we bought it it's to compete in mobile right it does not mean you don't want call of duty or activision he's not lying when he's saying that mm -hmm. he's just saying that's the re that's the place where we're gonna try to use that content to our benefit when it's it's not our goal listen cod is minecraft yeah. Right. Cod right? is you're going it's to Fortnite. use it. You're going to make all the money from it. Yep. And that is going to fund your other things. So maybe Diablo Five will be exclusive. Mm -hmm. Maybe Overwatch Three will be exclusive. Maybe not because that's pretty big. But mm -hmm. maybe the next Crash will be exclusive. That's where they're going to compete on. But that's not going to move competition. Though, yeah. if regulators are worried about COD, they're saying don't worry about it. We didn't buy it to foreclose COD that's what we're talking about and all the context matters people never seem to get that they conveniently forget seem to forget that context but they'll tell you context matters in any other way uh that it helps benefit their favorite plastic box and while so. we're while we're on this conversation let's also add the fact that the eu has come out well reportedly unlikely to demand asset sales for the merger meaning they're not going to want you to, to pick apart call of duty from the the, the abk purchase at at large is this surprising to you or do you think that Microsoft uh, well, made a, a proper uh, case? Um, i think this is a very uh interesting point but th there's just something in the chat that i want to oh, please uh, address um so game fire um says mobile is to break the duopoly mm -hmm. um maybe that's what they think that's what they're I'm trying to right to, now that's the talking point they're using. you're not breaking that duopoly they, no it, it is an iron wall there's yeah. nothing you can do about it yeah. uh and this every store that microsoft has tried to create since the mobile since the dawn of the mobile era has failed well, and but, I don't but you know Potter what though you know what though you know what though he does have a bit of a point because i don't know if you if you listen to and i always give them the props they deserve shout out to the xbox 2 the man with the million ran down Thor 19 and, and Jess Corden. They were talking about it yesterday as well. And it seems that Microsoft has changed their tactic a little bit. They wanted to establish their own platform. And obviously, you know, the lovers of, of, the, of the platform that we are here, Windows Mobile, Windows never got to that place, right? Windows, uh, uh, their mobile platform did, never got there. But it looks like they are now changing their, their tactic and saying, if we have to be players on other platforms, we need to be the best of the best of the best in every single thing we do. This week, Bing, yeah, that's right, Bing, the thing that everyone loves to hate on was at the top of every chart, whether it be Android or iOS. They are literally, right. right? They are putting foot to butt, and I'm not gonna say the other thing, <laughs> you know, on the necks of all of these, these various platform holders and saying, look, if we're not gonna if we're not gonna compete on the platform level, then we're at least going to compete and break the duopoly in a sense 
by offering an, uh, an alternative on your platform that can't be denied. And Bing, Bing, I think Bing was even more of a butt of a joke than Zune was, right? And now it is the number one downloaded thing. And, and let me tell you, right. let me tell you, for the longest time, the longest, 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 longest time, I always, my search history, and people, people know because I've said it on the show, you know, my search situation is I will first search on Bing because I'm trying to get the Microsoft reward points. And then I'll actually do the real search I wanted to do on Google. I've stopped doing that, ladies and gentlemen. I only search on Bing. Why? Because the robot gives me the answers that I need. I don't have to Google anything. I don't have to search around. I can ask a specific question. It'll give me a specific answer, and it is always right. It's amazing. But continue. Yeah, but they have a very long way to go. So. Oh yeah, no, 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 no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, We all thought Alexa was going to take over the world. Well, but you know, you know, Alexa and all of them. Context matters, right? And let's be clear. Ah, the context matters. People are back. (laughs) <laughs> to, your, to your point, you know, it depends on the type of searches you're doing there. If you want factual information, nine times out of 10, you're getting exactly what you want. And, and actually, they've added a new thing to their AI where you can choose, a, there's a dial you can flip, choose more creative answers or choose super factual answers, right? And you can really like dial it in because they were afraid, you know, there was that talk that it was giving you weird answers that you were not looking for, right? But, oh, uh, we have a super chat. Oh, Absolutely. A new name that I haven't I haven't seen on our air before, Briscoe Sun. Sun. Thank you so much for checking us out with a five dollar super chat saying, "Does the ABK closing kick off the Xbox rally, or the the 2023 pipeline?" I think ABK closing or not closing should not have any bearing on 2023's pipeline. I think they should. They've had their ducks in a row for quite some time now. They've had 23 well, studios uh, before this that. This is where you and I disagree, sir. Okay. I think that uh, it should affect the 2023 pipeline. Okay. Because I do not think you want to launch. Oh, let's Starfield be clear. And, yeah, let's be clear. Uh, I don't think for the same month. Yeah, well, I guess I took that. I took that question as to like, will it influence? Will it fill in? Yes, it's true that if ABK closes in June. We probably won't see Diablo release simultaneously with, or with Starfield. Starfield. Well, I, I mean, one of them should move. One and of them I, will move. If, yeah, if, I think if that may Starfield be, moves, then you move Starfield. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. That may be a factor in the equation, but whether ABK closes or doesn't close, whether they're whether they they keep having to kick the can down the road because of legal reasons of whatever legal reasons, that should not affect us gamers and our expectation that 2023 is the year that xbox starts that flywheel they've been talking about for a long time right i still expect to see them them firing on all cylinders even if abk continues to be a a, a thing on the back in the backdrop right i I don't think that i don't think that abk becomes the new it person uh it studio at, at microsoft because now they're part of it now our games will finally be right they've been prepping for 2023 for a long time Outside of ABK, I expect to see some something come to fruition. What do you think? Well, just to to, to add to that, right? Like, um, and I think they said this on Xbox Two yesterday. Mm-hmm. Jazz talked to some of the people over there when he was in Brussels, mm-hmm. and he said, "Like, listen, um, we're getting Activision to accelerate our plans, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we're still going in this direction. It'll just take us a little longer if we don't get it, right? So." They they're they're cooking with or without it. The yes. question is, are they cooking with gas? And the gas oh. is are they the cooking so, with rocket fuel or are they cooking just with gas? <laughs> right, right. So so this is this is the thing. Um, 
I think um, even like again, I, I sing the praises of Hi-Fi Rush again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You look at Hi-Fi Rush. You look at the things that they have in Game Pass already. We're, so we're 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 talking about the the Wolongs. We're talking about the um, the Monster Hunters, right? um that we're, we're talking about the the what do you call it like next month uh or this month i mean um uh what, mlb right oh, mlb yeah, yeah 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 right lies of p is also coming so they're mm -hmm. they're they're knocking it out of the park with high profile games in game pass their first party is knocking it out of the park right you have minecraft legends coming soon right in april right after that you're going to have um redfall which they're very confident about if they're flying Colt Eastwood out and other people out oh, yeah, to LA. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't just absolutely. do that with regular games that, that are going to yeah. just hit and be a 70, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's a lot going into Redfall. So, um, and then if, if, if Starfield in June, and then, and I think, uh, and a lot of people think, um, Hellblade's coming at the end of the year. So when you mm. talk about. From, and the from, stuff we from, hear about, about uh, Hellblade Boy, whoo, boy. If, if, right. Even a so quarter I, of that I is just, true. Just, Man. Even oh even leave Activision out of it, right? Yes. They're cooking. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush, Minecraft Legends, Redfall, Starfield, Forza Motorsport, mm -hmm. and then top the year off with Hellblade. They're cooking. That's gas. That's right. right. They're cooking. That's right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So th the, yep. the rally is happening like 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 right right in front of you, right? And if you add Diablo and whatever the COD is uh, for this holiday to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've, right. And so, the chat, the chat is loving your 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 screed there, sir. The chat. Why? Well, thank you. Why? Thank you. Thank yeah, you very much. Yes, yes. So, no, so, you're absolutely right. Um, absolutely. I think yeah. I think we're witnessing the rally, and sometimes we don't see it until after the fact. Yeah. But I think when we get to January 2024, we're gonna be like, damn. Yeah, last we year need was more amazing. Years like 2023. See, see, I'll still be on that train of okay. Last year was amazing. What about this year? What I need consistency, ladies and gentlemen. I need consistency. I don't need that we blow our load first, pause, and then you have another drought for two, three years where we give you nothing. No, no. Yes, and, and third parties will always be in the spot, and third parties will always supplement, and I'm looking forward to that, but I really need to see more consistency from them, and by and large, it looks like we're going to get that, so I'm super, super excited for that. Let's Shout out to a, a, Jonathan Wilson also. Highlight that comment. Uh, let's see. Damn Jonathan it. Wilson. Oh, where is Jonathan? I don't see Jonathan Wilson on Second here. Second to last. Second to last. Everborn was. Uh, what? Which one? I don't see Jonathan Wilson. Right, right after Yes, babe. Come on, man. Right under Beast Mode. I see Punty under Beast Mode. That's weird. Maybe there's something weird. What, what are you seeing that I'm not, sir? Oh, you're missing a chat. You gentlemen really do make a great podcast duo. Please keep oh, up great work, my brother. I apologize. So maybe my, my thing is skipping me for some reason. What what the weirdness is going on here? Thank you, John. We appreciate well, shout it, out sir. to you, Mr. Wilson. Thank you, sir. Yeah, for, for some reason, it's not popping up on here. Man, got, we got to reset this thing. Apologies. But thank you for the kind words. We appreciate it. It's what keeps us going. So, And you being here and 136 folks in here live with us is what keeps us going. We're I almost at 100 likes. likes. We're at 90. Okay, we're likes. getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. You. Don't we deserve almost it? There. Don't we deserve the likes? <laughs> this, this man out here. Okay, so uh, before before we round this up, because I know you, you, you have a short, short out, but 
uh, and and it's and gonna be like that for the next couple of weeks because oh, she's yeah, no training worries. to get into a specialized high school. Brother, she's in the seventh good. grade now, so like it's like Saturday classes. I gotta pick up yeah, by one, yeah, yeah. drop do, her do. off at eight thirty. Do your thing, brother. It's all good. It's all good. Before we head to the gaming conversation, like the the FTC and the last bit of news, I wanted to take a short detour and talk about Square Enix. Have you heard about about Square Enix? Have you heard this? I've heard an old saying called you reap what you sow. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Oh, man. All right. All right. And so it sounds to me. Speak on it, sir. Yes. Like the chickens are coming home to home roost. Home to roost. That's right. That's right. So I guess my question to you, and we don't have to spend too much and time And when on that this. happens, uh-huh. it doesn't make me sad. Matter of fact, it makes me glad. <laughs> he a poet and he know it. All right. Let's, let's continue. <laughs> Listen. Do you think... All of the prior history with Square Enix, with Sony, and even with Nintendo apply once they remove all these key figures from Square, Square Enix. It looks like they're removing all the historical folks from that, from that organization, putting new folks in place, which might potentially change the deck chairs there and may, may make the company as a whole's interests a little different. Am I am I wrong in that? Like, you know, they have been in Sony pocket for a long time, you know, business speaks. But can we expect that moving forward, providing that a lot of these folks are not in it? Like you have folks from Square Enix that have ex Square Enix folks getting brought up on insider trading charges. Like, I don't know if you heard that. There's just oh, a lot going about, on uh, in Square right now. Yuji Naka, free not hashtag free Naka. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot going on right now. Do well, you shout think... out to Gerald Mack with the $2 super chat. I agree the true dynamic duo and another oh, one just because. That, there you go. You, there sir. you go. Yes. And not Gerald those Mack I was did just see. on the show. Yes, sir. And, yes, sir. Uh, he, he's one of the first uh, first guys to, to support. So I appreciate, appreciate you, you yeah, sir. You, yeah, you, you are always welcome. Always. Always. Yes. We will have you back on this show, sir. We, we, we haven't forgotten about you. We love we love always that, that you're in our chat. You're always hanging out with us. It's always great. Everborn. So what do you uh, think yeah, so about square, this square, square stuff? Enix. Listen, I think um you know maybe if this Activision thing doesn't go through or maybe oh, if it no. does. Here he goes. Listen. Put on that tin hat, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Um <clears throat> maybe maybe Phil Spencer, turn into, <laughs> Phil Spencer got to turn into Phil Spencer got to turn into Trey Songs and be oh, Mr. Steal Your Girl. <laughs> <laughs> right you wasn't treating her right uh-huh right yes, yes, how's yes. all of those exclusive sony deals uh-huh helping you out you're not you're not making your sales target but you're completely locking out a whole platform mm. right are those development dollars that you're getting from 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 your partners helping you right Cle- or clearly. is it just that you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to put your your most high profile games you don't want to do business with the american company mm. you rather keep it you know keep mm. it keep amongst it, keep your it home keep it home i get right? you i get you yeah but then you can't complain when you don't hit the sales numbers but but right? about, about the sales numbers haven't we complained that they've been doing some hollywood reporting for a while now i don't think they don't hit them sales numbers i think they say they don't hit them sales numbers I mean, whoever, like, what I would need to, they're talking about replacing the president and Mm -hmm. bringing studios back in-house. They need to fire whoever's doing their projections. (laughs) (laughs) He's selling them a bad bill of goods every time. That's right. (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely. I'm just like, so, every I, time. So you wanted to blame the Western studios. You uh, got rid of them. And yep. now you're saying your, your other studios aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And then and then they're, they're, they're already they're already like 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 trying to prime the pump to say, oh, Final Fantasy is becoming more niche. Mm. The 16th iteration is becoming more niche. <laughs> and and right? you know what? Let's be clear. It's not 16th iteration. There's more there. Add mobile and it's like double digits. You're heading into 20 something. Oh, yeah. We're not even talking about Final Fantasy tactics and all these other <laughs> and things. And all these other things. Out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you want to put it on one platform. If you want to sell more units, put it everywhere. Just like COD. Right? I, I mean, I mean, I would say... Uh, uh, Sonic is a bad example of that, but we'll keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, uh -huh. you can't cut out a whole. You, you can't know, cut out a whole subset percentage of, of, of the platform, right? And, and then expect, complain yeah. that you don't have enough people, right? Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Or you need to shrink your budget. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it doesn't take that much of an uplift for you to see success. Absolutely, absolutely. But okay, let's get to the main event before we get out of here. All right. And that is that has been reported by multiple places, and this this time I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna uh, pull it from uh, from uh, Engadget.com that by reports, Activision Blizzard deal has been approved by the EU. We don't know Not what has been approved. Well, will likely will, will likely be approved. Like will reportedly be approved by the EU. Right. We don't know the exact concessions that will be made. We suspect a lot of the behavioral remedies that that, that you've already heard about will most likely be be in play. There may be one or two more things in the background that we don't necessarily hear about. Oh, let's stop for a moment and thank Enigmatic Dreams for the $5 Super Chat saying, I hope more Square Enix games come to Xbox back compat because one of my favorite games, they're one of my favorite games and developers, I'm actually playing Parasite Eve right now. Shout out to you, good sir. Parasite Eve was a great game. Like a game that has been lost to time, unfortunately, I think. One of those those uh, historical artifacts, but no, I hope so as well. I just hope more games are opened to that back compact library, and actually with ABK, that will you. I, I expect we'll see a lot more of that. But no, uh, I hope Square Enix. You know, I hope this this changing of the guard brings Square Enix more in line and starts being such. You know the way they've been acting up and up until now listen listen shout out to victor alistine mm. i think crystal dynamics would have made a better uh or or idos would have made a better forespoken than uh than luminous did how about, oh. that? How about those up oh. <laughs> i'm just saying yeah, yeah and, and and i didn't even put it in the in the rundown but yes luminous basically got folded in they got the salt mines treatment you know oh you did a game all right good job now you get folded into the big to the big group you know because let's be let's be fair they didn't really they didn't really hit it out the park with that one but everborn let us talk about it microsoft's microsoft like one of the biggest hurdles right cma and eu this is well about the cma uh-huh now brad sam's you know, and again, this is not any sort of not Brad uh, Smith, Brad Sams, Brad Sams. We all know Brad Sams. He breaks a lot of he has a lot of contacts in Microsoft. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And on his latest like weekly, you know, Microsoft uh -huh. update, he talks yep. about more than just gaming, but he has yep. a gaming segment. He talks mm -hmm. about all things Microsoft, mostly enterprise, actually. But, yep. uh, you know, we, we a lot of what we care about is the 
I mean, I care about all of it, but a lot of I what care we about care the about stuff is, too. The, <laughs> is, is the, the gaming piece of it. Yeah. But while he was doing his gaming segment of his Friday Microsoft recap show, mm-hmm. um, mm, need the Everborn Conspiracy Corner. Well, I'm about to give you one. Um, now, <laughs> you know, you're giving me oh, great what? ideas, man. Imagine, imagine like an overlay. It turns into a yes corner. overlay you got, you got, with a little trees. animated graphics. You, you got yes. you got like like a fire stoke, and he's like reading a book. Ah, oh, it'd be amazing, bro. Just keep him coming. This is great. Good mm. ideas. We could we could do like a Mr. Rogers thing where I'm in the sweater and I sit down <laughs> on the on the recliner. Let us talk about the Everborn saga in front of the oh, fireplace with the with corner? leg folded. Shoot, mm. we something. may have to do it. <laughs> we may have to do it. So so anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's bro an amazing idea that's so good I can't um, stop. <laughs> so anyway he says that um they are not worried about the cma mm. right now did he get into why my mind goes in all kinds of places uh-huh. when when we say they're not worried about it but the way they're talking is the CMA is not a concern, and okay. and I'm not a fan, right? And I don't I don't know if Sycamore is listening. Shout out to Sycamore. Uh, uh, I am not a fan of taking the victory laps because you could jinx it, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> right. This is why I don't even like. I don't even want to say this. EU Defeat from the jaws of victory, you know, you right? Because uh, then we hear something is like, oh, it's approved, except. Microsoft has to be a, a third-party publisher now, forever. Right? <laughs> uh, so they so, signed so the that's... fable in perpetuity contract. <laughs> right, right. So, um, uh-huh. so here's the thing: um, could it be that Microsoft, um, you know, knowing the EU is literally an island unto itself now after Brexit? Mm-hmm is prepared for mutually assured destruction and just say listen you guys don't approve it we're going to close it anyway it where the eu's the bigger market and that's what we're going to look for we know we'll win in um with the ftc if you guys want if you guys want to deprive your 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 gamers Mm-hmm. of this that's your choice uh, then fine now now that's one way of looking at it but i do want to read something to you because mm-hmm. you know we talked a lot about um there's no recourse if the cma blocks the deal yeah right there's there's cat recourses but it's no, always no, no, it no. always seems very Hold very on. i want to read linear. something to you i want to okay i want to read something to you from the cma this is the thing that, sure. we, that nobody talks about this this okay. is not even conspiracy theory folks right this, this is this <laughs> now, is unread facts go ahead let's let's hear what you got public interest interventions right okay the act permits intervention by the secretary of state in cases where public interests arise mm-hmm. in such cases the cma is responsible for the competition assessment but the secretary of state may take public interest factors into account in deciding whether a reference to phase two accepts uil's or imposes remedies following a phase two investigation the public interest consideration that the Secretary of State may take into account are those relating to um, media media plurality plurality (laughs) and other considerations (laughs) relating to newspaper and certain other media mergers. 
B, that was A, so B, mm. the stability of the UK financial system, and C, the need to maintain United Kingdom capability to combat and mitigate the effects of public health emergencies. The Secretary of State is able to intervene in special public public interest cases where the standard jurisdictional thresholds relating to share of supply and turnover are not satisfied the secretary of state can only intervene in special public interest cases where the merger involves certain newspaper broadcasting companies these are known as special merger uh, situations and are considered under the special public interest regime act there is no competition assessment as su in such cases so hmm. there are other avenues so, so right? they can always they can always appeal to the secretary of state and be like hey this is a this is a public interest case look at all the consternation that we have from all the sources online this is not necessarily where it's it shouldn't be left in only in the in the hands of the of the cma if it comes to that interesting uh yes and uh player player in the chat says ftc cma and eu and china all have to agree for the deal to go through according to the contract sure but yeah. they can rewrite that they contract can re just like the, contract, yeah. the deal needs to close by july uh 18th if it doesn't they'll have to go back and and renegotiate Reassess. that yep, so that can be renegotiated by both parties they just have yep. to sign off on it that is a that is scratching off one item and initialing next to another it. one. Yeah, yeah. And, and by and large, seeing that they're they're so close to the to the finish line, I doubt that any any of the stakeholders will have a problem doing so. Shout out to Mr. Gerald Mack once again with a two dollar super chat saying, "Still waiting on the Gaming Circle podcast emojis, sir. We're working on something. Don't worry about that. We're we're, we're looking into it. We're looking Listen, into I it. I told you, man. I, I can have my people draw something up. But just let me we know. know. Anyway, the, but the point it. is, so back to this thing. Yes, sir. Back to this thing. I think it's super interesting. Um, but again, I'm not putting that energy out there. Don't say mm -hmm. Everborn said mm -hmm. uh, Microsoft is going to close the deal outside of the CMA's approval. No, that's they, not what they, I'm saying. They want they and want me and Copa. They want everybody no. to be happy. And that's why they're fighting as hard as they're fighting right now to right. try and get But I happen. do think, and and again, we all know this, everybody moved their date so that they will basically decide around the same time. Same time, yeah. Now, another thing that's super interesting to me, this is back to where we're in a conspiracy theory hat again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we're in the corner. Imagine right. some, some, so some, some, some grass in the corner. There, there is this idea of the PlayStation um, or the Sony has to give up certain documents to Microsoft, yes. which I'm surprised wasn't on the topic list. It but is we can, actually, we but can we, can we can talk about we, it. It's, right. We can, add, yeah. we can factor that into this mm -hmm. uh, discussion. So the Judge Chapel, who seems to be very fair and above board, so a lot mm -hmm. of people were worrying Microsoft wasn't going to get a fair shake. Mm -hmm. uh, Judge Chapel seems like he's been above the board and he's been calling balls and strikes the way they're supposed to go. So the FTC can say whatever they want. Sony can say whatever they want. Hell, Microsoft can say whatever they want. Yeah, the, the judge, judge ain't having seen, it so far has been yeah. has been ruling fairly and they have they have thrown cases out right yeah, yeah. this judge right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where where it wasn't warranted so i don't worry about microsoft they're gonna get a fair shake uh yeah. with with the with the ftc in the u.s yeah. situation so anyway um the the thing is uh sony now has to give up four years of data of on all their third-party licensing contracts yep and they have to give up all the custodian data, which means there's this one employee 
uh, McGurdy, who used to work for Microsoft, then worked for Sony. Mm -hmm. I think the reason they were looking for that, uh, th like the reason for this fishing expedition, mm -hmm. was that, um, you know, maybe McCurdy still has contracts and maybe he told them some things that they can't really say because of NDAs. But now when when you subpoenaed those documents, now it becomes, you know, in the interest of the case, you can actually bring up this privileged information that you already knew. And I think I think the licensing stuff is going to show um, the, the, the judge to say, listen, uh, these are how exclusives work. This yeah. is what Sony wants to do as the market leader. And you are going to have to make a decision like the same thing they said to the CMA. Um, oh, balls and strikes. Pause. Uh, but uh, shout out to Punty. Um, but <laughs> I, the way Judge Chapel has been calling this so far, yeah, I straight down the middle. Sees these yeah. contracts and yeah. he's like, whatever. And this is why. This is my. This is me saying this, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. This is no reporting. This is no insider information. This is no nothing. This is my guess. It's my conspiracy th theory guess. Yeah. I think Sony is going to sign this contract with Microsoft very soon because that would effectively kill the FTC's case and they basically have to leave it away because the FTC's case is entirely designed around uh, the harm of Sony in this high performance council market. Mm -hmm. And if there is no harm, there is no case. And if the FTC doesn't back off at that point, maybe Judge Chapel throws it out in pretrial, which is not unheard of. So, right? so I will, I'll do you one better. Let, let, on I think topic. Sony never has to give these documents yes. up because they signed the deal before it is See, relevant to them to give further it. Further down that line Which means of sometimes next week. Yeah, yeah. Further down that line of 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 thought, I think it's incumbent of, on them to do so a hundred percent. Why? Because if they don't, that inf those those documents become part of the conversation they become part of regulators information that they can use later down the line even after this whole abk thing is done if you have those documents change hands and get into the hands of certain individuals certain regulators and whatnot you know they could then uh, as as we've descri described on the show before right the ftc used sony as a beautiful fool right they were a convenient idiot if you will to, to, to useful to, idiot useful true. idiot there, there you go to, to drive the point of big tech bad home Right. If they can't nail down Microsoft for that and now they have a whole bunch of documents of you with your dealings and how you're dealing and and that don't all necessarily look above board. Right. Because all the things that they're that these regulators have been have been uh, so focused on, you can most likely find that that's the same exact kind of transactions in Sony's dealings. You're basically making yourself the new target. And it's not necessarily to talk about, oh, the next time Sony decides to buy something. By and large, they can just come back and go, oh, by the way, see those documents that you handed us like six months, eight months ago? We have some concerns and open a can of worms that they never wanted to open in the first place. So I right. really like, agree with you. Like, like uh, Epic wasn't acquiring anything when the right. FTC came in and, and exactly. like, gave us a half a billion dollars exactly. because, uh, you know, you're, you know, doing whatever, like yes. uh, exposing information yeah. or whatever. So, so they're, they're they can literally... at any time open a case on anybody. So you're just giving. And again, you the, the FTC will smile with you and use you right now. And, and you're like, oh, yeah, you you're later. doing our bidding. Great. Fantastic. Yep. Now, guess what? Look what you're doing in this market for competition. Yeah. Yep. So again, the judge would effectively, right? If you if you look at Sony's, and again, 
there's nothing wrong with Sony doing what they do. Exclusives are a part of the business. Mm. But this whole case is designed around effectively saying that foreclosure, aka exclusive content, is should be illegal, right? Because yep. that's yep. what they're saying. This deal is illegal because it gives Microsoft the potential to make exclusive content, which they're saying is basically is effectively a bad thing. Yep. So if you are saying that um, that uh we can't approve this deal because something might be made um exclusive and again this is a this is uh audio visual entertainment mm -hmm. like movies and things like that then you're saying the next time you know warner brothers is sold because they'll inevitably be sold again <laughs> that whoever buys them will not be able to keep their content exclusive to their service it's it's it ridiculous no yeah and there's it's no a, precedent it's a for bad it. precedent to set yeah absolutely yeah if, if you set this precedent moving forward you could be screwing up other and, uh, and, environments and, yeah. and and judges are uh very cognizant very of that. right they don't yep. want to set precedent unless it like leave that for the supreme courts and things yep. like that and, right? and even the supreme court themselves sometimes will, will say something and go let's be clear this is not a precedent we're setting you know this is we're just going to be bad on this very case and that's it but don't use this as a as a as a talking point for the next case ever they are very cognizant of setting bad precedent in order for it to like ruin other cases down in the future but. so so my tinfoil hat prediction is uh -huh. that sony will sign something with microsoft before asap document as i i completely right? agree with you on that you and i are both wearing the tinfoil hat right so now that this is what i'm looking yep. out for next week because by the way by the way you may say well why would they do that they've been so obstinate up until now on Monday, so this Reuters article comes out. Mm -hmm. So things seem to be going Microsoft's way in lieu of divestiture. Yep. Uh, on Monday, Microsoft met privately with the CMA. Tuesday, that's why Phil Spencer was in the UK. Yep. Uh, on Tuesday, Activision went privately with the CMA. And on Wednesday or Thursday, Sony met with them. So they would have a good idea of whether the CMA will block the deal or not. Because that's their strongest chance to get the deal blocked and if the cma is saying well the eu is going to accept this and we kind of think that we can get through with behavioral remedies except yeah. especially since microsoft offered to pay uh, a third-party custodian now one thing i would note mm -hmm. the third-party custodian may or may not work for the cma because i could see a world where the cma says we and again they did do this for linkedin so it's not unheard of to do but if you remember the financial crisis in 2008 um that happened because the the moody's of the world and the people who monitor uh bonds and things like that and do the bond ratings were paid by the banks and they mm -hmm. were supposed to be the third party to ensure that the banks were ra rating the we're, bonds we're, correctly we're fairly but of course and, they were in pocket but they were being paid by the banks, yeah. so they didn't want to they didn't really question what the banks were telling them so the cma could theoretically say mm -hmm. we don't trust you paying a third party because mm -hmm. then they would be beholden in to your you. pocket that's right that's right right very important I'm not question we'll say that very I'm not very will say that super important question in the chat from our man beast mode 10 asking did everyone meet with the cma privately as well because he seems to have a lot of inside information <laughs> You know what that's I, called? I, it's called reading. <laughs> he spends a lot of time reading a lot of these documents. I do. I spend too much time reading a lot of these documents, <laughs> and that's probably uh, delaying the next Everborn chapter coming out. But anyway. But we um, appreciate you, sir. We appreciate you 
being the things here, I do for you, and, I, and all I ask for is that we get enough lights for the live viewers. That's all I'm looking for. We appreciate you being here, breaking it down. This is where you come for, come for, right? Uh, Hogue is back with us these days. Thank God for that, right? And then on the weekends, you start your Saturday off right with all of this amazing conversation. Shout out to the man Luke Lore for being here, the insipid ghost. Check out his stuff. He does great, great, awesome interviews on a weekly basis on all the games you probably didn't know were coming out. The man is always out here doing amazing work. Uh, salute to you, Mr. Everborn Saga. I know you, we're short on time. Tell the fine people what you, what else you have going on. I know you are the philanthropist on Twitter right now, handing out free shoes to anybody who wants to hear it or not. What else anybody is going on with you, sir? Anybody who they fit. Listen, Everborn Saga, this is the place to go. I say it every week. But the answer to all questions is Everborn Saga. Whether it's Everborn Saga on Twitter or Everborn Saga on YouTube, mm. uh, Everborn Saga on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. But most importantly, EverbornSaga.com. Go get the books. I promise you uh, they are amazing. We have a great sale going on right now. 50 bucks. You get all the books we've ever done. Over 300 pages of content uh, filled with six chapters. Uh, three different series telling the, uh, the same story from different perspectives. There's crossovers between them. Uh, we got a few books coming out. Uh, Ariel's Adventure Chapter 2 is the next one that we are cooking up. Um, and I promise you won't be disappointed. Go to EverbornSaga.com. Just look at some of the artwork and tell me it doesn't blow you away. Uh, I think we're doing something special, but they pay me to say that. And by they, I mean me. <laughs> um, and uh, check it out. Um, and and I appreciate everybody's support so far. And we appreciate you on GCP getting us over the thousand mark. Man, we appreciate we every do. super chat. Absolutely. And we appreciate every comment. And we yeah. appreciate when the like ratio meets the live watching ratio <laughs> if, we, if we are not there yet. Yes. Uh, but we do want to get to 2,000 subscribers. Um, so, uh, if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. And if you, if you are subscribed and you like what you hear, tell people about tell it, a, right? You a got friend. a lot of yes. shows, you know what I'm saying? Spread propaganda, um, <laughs> that have way more subs than us. How about, you know, well, there try you to go. Be there you positive go. and reason and, and a little slanderous. Just, you know, tell your friends. Absolutely. So subscribe. come check out Everborn Saga on Game On Daily this afternoon, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be there listening in. Absolutely awesome. Looking forward to it. Check me out on the Gaming Council. That's a new show being put together by the great Web Dave and Red Tree. You, you see them frequently on uh, Mr. Boomstick's channel. They're doing a great call-in, talk-in type style show on Sundays. Ooh, so wait, just last thing. Uh-oh. Last thing. Uh -oh. Um SoftBank Arm rules out UK listing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We, we were talking about London's that in the DM. Investment yeah. appeal is mm -hmm. unraveling as yeah, yeah. Arm heads to the US. They're going to and the US. The reason yeah. for this, because they've been, you know, uh, because of Brexit, mm -hmm. a lot of people are saying they don't want to do deals there. So yep. if you block a deal like Microsoft, mm -hmm. people gave um, uh, uh, Bobby K a lot of slack for saying. Um, Death, Death Valley, Valley. yeah. But it's what happening. are you gonna do for business? Like people, yep. you, this is actually having effects where your people are saying we don't want to do deals here. Yep. Right. Yep. So what is that? What is going to happen post Brexit to the UK economy if a lot of tech companies want to pull Start, out? Starts because pulling you're being out. Yeah. This difficult on them. Yep. Right. Absolutely. You're gonna yep. cut off your nose to spite your face. We will see. And shout out to Infinite Umbra. We see you. We see you, player. So, we see you here. We see everybody. Now, I, we could go on far longer, but we have family to attend to, life to get to. 
So we hope you enjoyed the amazing conversation. I will spend some time to clean up the show notes down there, add all the amazing conversations we had, the links, uh, check out the videos, slow-mo, check out all the stuff from, uh, um, from, from Blessings uh, a video as well. I'll put all that in there as well. Thank you guys so much for being here on this great Saturday morning. You know we're going to be in these streets some more. Catch us, myself, TKO Santia, Xbox, PlayStation, all the places you want to find me, and Mr. Everborn Saga. And until next week, we say keep it gaming and have a good time. Have a good weekend, y'all.